0: Welcome to Guaranteed Audio, episode 23. I'm pretty sure it's 23, we get that wrong half the time. I'm Kevin James with my friends... Neil Cesariga. Ryan Murphy. Dan Hamilton. Neil wanted to make a joke about how there are four of us and we're talking about the Chipmunks movie, which is famously divisible by three characters in each movie, (laughs) either there's
1: three or six. One of us can be the Dave.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll be the Dave Seville. Love Dave. Alvin. Why'd you... That was too sensual for Dave. (laughs) Alvin. This is probably gonna be listened to for years to come because there's a, a fan base to this movie. We're gonna be talking about the chipmunk adventure.
1: Is there a fan base to this movie? Oh totally.
0: Yeah, it's in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Look or, around you. <laughs> from the year of our lord, nineteen eighty seven. For those of you who don't know Guaranteed Audio, we uh I don't know, we're like the audio component of Guaranteed Video. We do sketch comedy, short films over at guaranteedvideo.com. This episode will be available on iTunes Google Podcasts, and most importantly, YouTube. And uh, you can find all of our stuff over at GuaranteedVideo.com or GuaranteedAudio.com. And other than this podcast, in the near future, we're going to be making a movie. Yes, we are.
1: A short film.
0: A a movie. (laughs) You can call them that, right? How long does a movie have to be? 46 minutes or something? We could ask the Chipmunk Adventure; they would We're know. We're not <laughs> making
1: anything close to that. Yeah, though.
0: the people who made the Chipmunk Adventure would tell you the exact minimum <laughs> length the movie has to be to be qualified as. For a tax movie. reasons, yeah, you gotta it's a feature film.
1: <laughs> oh well, we'll save that for the main discussion because I, I I do have thoughts on the runtime of.
0: Thank the you. Chipmunk Good. Movie. <laughs> And we are going to try to do a special Vidnight Society episode, which is our music video critique show. We're going to do, probably going to be an hour-long special, all about Will Smith music videos soon.
2: The man behind the Willennium, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Let's get to it. Let's get to our normal... Uh, Features? Routine? (laughs) uh, With Media
0: Current. Uh, Media Current is when we all have a show and tell anxiety session where we talk about things we've been uh experiencing lately uh does anyone have one they're particularly excited to talk about anyone who's got a lot of gusto about something they've experienced lately whether it's like a video game a movie like maybe a crazy person (laughs) they saw with media in hand i
3: don't know
2: (laughs) well i don't want to steal anybody's thunder but dan you are our guest today do you want to go first sure <laughs> i don't have a lot of guys well he's asked for gusto and i'm going to talk about
3: 12 monkeys so Ooh, oh that's fun. not that one oh, <laughs> the show? yeah the show not that one yeah oh yeah so me and my, my wife we just recently watched uh 12 monkeys the show the series uh that originally aired on sci-fi from 2015 to 2019 i believe 20x yeah 2000x um it was interesting because we like to watch. I think last time I was on, I talked about or maybe this a couple of times ago, we talked about watching Farscape. So like we watch a lot of like older, weirder sci-fi that wasn't like your popular Star Trek's or your X Files. Um sea Quest. Yeah. We were watching Sequest. We we're go. watching a lot of Lex adjacent programming. <laughs> Does <laughs> yeah. anyone remember Lex? Oh yeah. So it was interesting because she started watching, like most of the time, she'll watch a couple episodes and like scope it out and say, Oh, you'll find this interesting, and then I'll kind of jump in. Um, And having seen 12 Monkeys, the film from 1994 with Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt, um, I was like, okay, I kind of know where the show is going to go. And the first season follows the movie pretty much one to one. Um, So it's a if you haven't seen it, there's a virus that's decimated the entire world. Uh, People in the future have found a way to possibly save it by sending people back in time to figure out who released the plague. How can we cure the plague? And then we'll go from there and we'll create a paradox and we'll make the world better.
2: But they they need the source virus before it mutates. They need the source
3: virus before it mutates because that's the thing in the future. It keeps mutating. We can't solve it. And this came out four years before COVID roughly. So it's kind of also like, this is kind of funny watching people be like, there's this airborne virus and no one's wearing masks. No one's wearing PPE. The main doctor... Uh, in the show, who's a viro- virologist? Virologist. Yeah, virologist. <clears throat> it's just not wearing a mask worth a damn while she's like down in Ghana being like, all these people are going to die. It's like, you're going to die yourself if you don't put anything on. It's um, <laughs> one it, of those things
0: that there was probably not a lot of cultural literacy about, no, you should be wearing a mask and you can get mm-hmm. vaccinated. But when a TV producer or a writer is researching, like, well, what would this character be doing? And the first thing they see is wearing a mask that covers half the actor's face. They probably just kind of willfully ignore that information.
3: Yeah. Well, they yeah. they actually do touch upon it a little bit because uh, she does contract the virus at some point in one of the many, many alternate timelines this goes to, because at a certain point it stops following the movie. There's only so much you can expand a pound on this plot. So it turns into, if you're familiar with the movie, there's the army of the 12 monkeys who was led by mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Um, everyone thinks, Oh, they released the virus into the world. That's a red herring. They're just yep. an animal rights activist in the show the army of the 12 monkeys is actually the ones who released the virus. Oh, damn. Um, So that then turns into after the first season of, well, we've figured out the virus plot, what's next for this army. Uh, And they want to destroy time as we know it. So season one is actually kind of really weird because it's like almost a decent show because it's following a formula of a movie that was highly successful. And then when you get into seasons two through four, it turns into a sci-fi original series like immediately. Um, But it's a very fun time, uh, no pun intended. Uh, it stars, I can't think of his name, but he was Pyro in X-Men 2. Cool. Oh, yes. that snot Is he Brad Pitt's character? Or no, Bruce he's Willis? he's the Bruce Willis okay. character, cool. uh, James Cole. Uh, the Brad Pitt character is played by Emily Hampshire, who you might know from Schitt's Creek. Oh, okay. Uh, she was Stevie um, in that show. And uh, Pyro is Aaron Stanford. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then rounding out our, our cast is uh, Kirk Acevedo, uh, who you might know from Bandit Brothers or like any procedural show where we need a guy who has a raspy voice. And destroying time is very fun because they just get absolutely wild with it. And they're like, all right, there's time storms. And if the time storm hits us, it's like a time hurricane. You turn into dust, but then you come back and you're a baby and then you turn to dust again and then you're dead. Uh, and if you eat time leaves, you can then move your body through time oh i'm not joking oh no, no i gotta see this yeah you this gotta watch great. this show so this is
0: one of those shows that makes doctor who look like clever oh boy like it's just like just spaghetti
3: but they but they, sci-fi but they, writing. Own, they own their they own their campiness almost because okay. um,
1: what i love about the original 12 monkeys is it's like the most straightforward mm-hmm. logical time travel movie yep um everything kind of just like sews itself up in a really nice way and it doesn't do any of that shit <laughs> there's no fading out or anything yeah
3: No, no, absolutely not. Like Emily Hampshire, who's the Brad Pitt analog, like she is apparently an emissary of time. Like in the, in the movie, he's just a crazy person. He has schizophrenia. Right.
2: um, And a very wealthy dad. And a very wealthy dad. And
3: that stays within the show. in in this, she's also a crazy person who has schizophrenia, but her schizophrenia and they imply that anyone in the world who has schizophrenia is an emissary of the thought of time itself. Um, and that they're living every moment they'll ever live now in the future, the past, the present, huh. and they can't. Doctor Manhattan that. style. Yeah, what? but like not f- with the power of being <laughs> able to like be able to function. It's just, a just a nightmare. So schizophrenia is a superpower. Yep. <laughs> cool. It's a Great
1: thing to put out there. Yep.
0: <laughs> like
3: Bird Box.
0: Yeah, that's up there oh, with nice. that Predator movie.
3: I won't get too more into what I'm talking about with it because I, I recommend you go watch the show. It is a, a fun time, and they do address some things like the schizophrenia in a in a decent manner. Um, yeah. It sounds and, and like it can, fun, honestly. It does, and if you Not
2: schizophrenia, the show sounds fun. Well,
3: the show is also showrun. I can't think of the the showrunner's name. Uh, it's a duo, but one of them went on to do Star Trek Picard season three, which apparently I haven't seen, but everyone says it fix that show okay um and he brought on a lot of his entourage from 12 monkeys to star in that show who All isn't right. the cast of next generation so if you liked that take a look at 12 monkeys the tv show um good terry Metalis. yes terry Metalis is the one who is show running picard season three check it out it was on hulu four seasons about 10 episodes yeah that's what i've been watching
0: ryan in the last like year have you watched any tv or anything well yes i have <laughs>
2: Well, I will be talking about the series finale of Succession in about two years because <laughs> the, we got to get we took that cake out of the oven and it's too hot. We got to <laughs> let that cake cool down a minute. I'm a fan of Succession. It's over because British folks know how to end television programming. Not everything's got to be six seasons in a movie. Uh, what I've been putting on in the background the last uh, again it is June nineteenth, twenty twenty three. And for the last two to three weeks, my background TV has been Amy Sedaris and Strangers with Candy. That's a good show. I love Strangers with Candy. I'd forgotten how much I love this show. I've fallen in love with it again. I love Amy Sedaris. I love Colbert. I love this absurdist, ridiculous universe. I I I never go more than 60 seconds without like... This is distractingly fun. It's not the background anymore. Like this show is hilarious. That type of humor ages very well. Yeah, it's,
0: it's still very cutting. Like it, it still feels very.
2: Nothing else has ever quite existed like. I that stole show. the TV. I think. Yeah, her Jerry Blank is just a piece of shit, and yeah. they own it. Yeah. Uh, everyone on the show delivers. I, I, I am a fan. This really good guest stars you might have forgotten about, um, and everyone. No, I can't imagine that the writers and directors of the folks on set had to explain to anyone, oh, it's just, it's a, she's in high school. Yeah. And, and everything's like absurd, like very absurd. Okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. That was like one of the
0: early Comedy Central shows I remember.
2: Yep. I, I want to say 1999 it started. And Comedy Do- Central like predated my
0: awareness of it, but that was like yeah. one of the first, when I got Comedy Central at my house as a kid, that was one of the first live action shows I watched. When I was 12, I totally didn't get the humor. <laughs> I totally don't. Like, this isn't funny. There are no jokes
3: in this. I'd see commercials for it. And Amy Sedera, like you said, like she's meant to be a high schooler, but she looks like she's 65. Like, she looks younger now. And it's like
2: 30 years ago.
0: They do a really good old makeup on her. They do the intentional crow's feet stuff where you like squint and they put mascara on the side of your eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So when you unsquint, you just look
2: like a wreck. Her, the, the performance artist, I, I want to say, Neil, maybe you remember this better than I do. Maybe he used to be a gymnast or a trapeze artist or whatever. The old man who's always frozen in place who plays her father. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't think I've watched. I've, I've seen the show a little bit, but uh not he's, yeah, I don't he's remember. He's just an
2: old man, and every time we see him on screen, he's frozen. He can't move. And they the bell, ju- yeah. It, they all just play around it like, oh dad, and and then he dies and they have to do a whole thing around it. It's Does he die frozen in place? Yes. Of course. Very <laughs> um Yeah, if for for the kids at home, for the Gen Zers, check out stranger th- strange check out strangers that. with candy. <laughs> Freudian slip. Good show. Uh, Little Mermaid or Beavis and Butthead? Beavis and Butthead. Little Mermaid. Ah,
1: tiebreaker Neil. Fuck. Yeah. Um Little Mermaid.
0: Little oh. Mermaid. Um, I saw the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. And unlike The Lion King, it is an actual live-action movie. Remember when that The Lion King yeah. remake oh, and yeah. everyone called it? But yeah, I brought my sister, my cousin's daughter, my girlfriend, and my girlfriend's cousin. We all went and saw The Little Mermaid and IMAX uh, opening day. I haven't been able to finish any of these remakes that Disney's done. Like Ming, I got five minutes into Aladdin and turned it off. <laughs> I, I couldn't be bothered with Beauty and the Beast or Lion King. It just focuses on giving you entertainment ingredients. Halle Bailey is not a seasoned actor, and that's fine.
1: Halle Berry. Be- oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> I thought you were making a joke. <laughs> I thought that's what you said.
1: <laughs> no, I said Halle Bailey, right? Yeah, you did. I heard, heard Berry, but maybe I, I heard just... Halle Berry. Oh, well,
0: we'll check later. The uh, But Halle <laughs> Bailey, incredible singer. I was running late into the movie because I sat all the girls down and ran out to go get the popcorn and ice cream and everything. I didn't want anyone to miss anything. Uh, I came in, I sat down, and as I'm sitting down, she starts singing Part of Your World, which I forgot was minutes into that movie, and just that IMAX sound system, her pipes, she kills it. That movie focuses all of its best strengths on, like, okay, just make it look good, get Alan Menken to come back and give that incredible score, fire in those cylinders, that's the most important thing, because the story isn't that deep, right? have uh, uh, bardem brings a lot to triton it is more dramatic because of him it's my favorite melissa mccarthy performance in a long time cool and i like melissa mccarthy i always want to like melissa mccarthy more than i end up liking her i think the last time i liked her this much was in uh, spy probably spy was good spy's good it's an hour longer than the original movie and they fill it with some new songs some of them are okay some of them are really bad did Alomankin write all the new ones? Or no, no, they okay. they brought in the guy who did uh, Gattaca. Han- sorry. <laughs> the guy who did Hamilton. Lin uh, Manuel Miranda. Yeah, he wrote a song for the movie, and you can really tell it's one of his songs. Okay. It has his exact time signature. Aquafina sings it. It's supposed to be an intentionally <laughs> annoying song in the theater. You heard people out loud saying, "What the." fucking <laughs> it's so hard to listen to it's been all around youtube it's yeah i
1: heard, I heard a clip
2: it's terrible
0: God. and like it's supposed to be terrible but that's just not an excuse but it sounds a lot like a hamilton song it's a very specific cadence the rhythm of lyrics what
2: is a president of a united states yeah i know i know you shared it with um group chat. yeah a group chat we
3: had and you were like if anyone can get through this song i'll give you ten dollars i tried i legit it's it really tri- hard it's really it wasn't easy
0: in the theater it was funnier in the context of the movie i'll give it that Sebastian's great. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm not giving an academic read on this movie other than I thought it delivered the entertainment goods. I expected all the music that uh, Hallie Bailey did was awesome. Uh, they gave her a few new songs and she got to do a second reprise of part of your world that I thought was good. I'd recommend it. I think it's cool. I think it's an awesome movie. I'd like sea monsters. I
3: like that kind of thing. How did the underwater look? Cause you, you mentioned, you know, you d- dug at the lion King being a quote unquote live action animal film. When it's completely animated in CG, when you're underwater in the kingdom with Flounder and Sebastian, like how'd that look in comparison? Was it fine? Or? I,
0: it got a lot of grave pre-release for looking drab and dull, people were saying. And I just didn't see that. I'm like, this is like, they're like neon blue and green and yellow fish. And every mermaid is bespeckled in like these like bioluminescent scales. Any more saturated and it's literally going to be a Lisa Frank Trapper
4: Keeper. <laughs> like, I just don't
0: know what else people expect it definitely had to figure out a way to disassociate itself from the aesthetic of Aquaman, which has good visual effects for my money. I remember when they first showed off Halle Bailey as uh, Ariel a long time ago, I had a moment where, I, like, my complaint early on was like, "Well, she doesn't have like the big garish red hair." And it took me a week or two to realize, well, it's because they uh, Mira Amber Heard. Amber Heard like has that exact look, like the green scale costume and the big neon red hair. It's like you just can't do that. Aquaman was a billion dollar movie and it's not that old they're about yeah. to put out another one like it, it, it ate their lunch it kind of ate their lunch so like um but it, it looks different enough I think really? it's a very pretty movie but it cheats in that way because the original Little mermaid has some incredible storyboarding and it obviously takes all of its best cues from that movie it's just where we're at with big mainstream blockbusters like there's just so little original flavor but at least I got to hear an incredible singer do some songs I love I'll give it that <laughs> I hope it's remembered fondly. I, I had a good time in the theater seeing it with my my uh, my right. with Emma, who's six years old. She she uh, her review was uh, as we walked to the car. She said, "Ursula was scary but funny." Perfect. That was her takeaway from the movie. <laughs> I could have just said that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, my media current, I guess, is uh, Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. And uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, me Ming and uh, my kid Darcy went down to Kingston and we brought our we, <laughs> your kid my kid <laughs> and we brought our friend uh, Bethany and we all had a sleepover down at the Kingston Aww. uh you know the Kingston compound and um because uh because my mom could put Darcy to sleep upstairs we could watch a, we could watch movies late into the night so we uh, we did a mini Top Gun marathon um with all both of them <laughs> <laughs> all both of them the duology with uh with um Yeah, so with Ming, Bethany, and Emmy, who are just like, and it it was their idea to watch this movie, and it was just kind of out of character for them, Um, because none of us are really Tom Cruise fans or Navy fans, Um, but but we do like homoeroticism. Yeah, I was going to say, did you you
3: just want to see Val Kilmer shirtless?
1: Was that really? That was absolutely the draw of the first movie, at least, and- I don't know, man. It's it's an okay movie. I, I like Val Kilmer a lot. I think Val Kilmer is right. We were all just like, hey Val Kilmer's right, and Tom Cruise is like a dick in this movie. <laughs> and he just kind of gets rewarded. I've, in- I've
0: never watched the original Top Gun and I and I definitely rate Tom Cruise higher than you do. Yeah. And I've seen Maverick.
1: <laughs> it's it's a it's weird. He doesn't feel like the correct actor for the for the role.
0: I think um, I think isn't that the movie we had some inside information on yeah. That Tom Cruise got plastic surgery so he could be in that movie, like to make himself look older.
1: Yeah, exactly. I kept thinking about that. Yeah, the the first Top Gun in the eighties. Really, he was told
0: yet by people at Paramount that we rubbed elbows with some time ago that uh, he looked too baby faced because at that time he was kind of like a Michael J. Fox type. Uh, And
3: well, he just did like risky business, like what the year before, yeah, too,
0: and like and uh, the Outsiders and stuff like that. Like he had been playing a lot of teenagers, and he kind of wanted to toughen his image up and he was a bit of a short guy and all that stuff so he he got his
2: nose tweaked to look more masculine so he could be in top gun well neil let me ask you as a musician the score of the first top gun
1: <laughs> I, i'm i a fan uh yeah good stuff uh some good 80s stuff uh yeah, take my breath away um has the synth bass that is really funny to me. It's like, it's like, it's that like that's an old
0: guy yep. trying to do tangerine dream stuff. It's, like, it's, it's really
1: <laughs> funny sounding. And it plays during Tom Cruise, uh, making out with a lady, just kind of sticking his tongue in her mouth <laughs> in silhouette. And we were having, we were having a great time watching it. And then we decided, okay, uh, it's only 11 PM. Let's watch the second movie late into the night. And uh, unfortunately, Darcy woke up, oh. and uh, I needed to go up and like lie down with her and get her a cup of water. Oh, so I missed like a good chunk of like the first half. You of,
0: missed like Ed Harris and a lot of I John Hamm, and I like,
1: got to, well. I got to see them show up, but I wasn't. I wasn't into it. I was like, let's watch something else. Come on, it's really good. <laughs> I, I know it's really good, but I, I I was I was top gunned out. Sure. Um,
3: how was Miles Teller as, um, he's playing Goose's kid, right? He's yeah. good in it. Yeah. He's, he's
1: good. Well, I, I got to see a lot of him when I finally came downstairs, but spoilers for spoilers for the movie. For Top Gun I, Maverick for Top Gun Maverick. I came down at one, uh, downstairs at one point and saw like, Oh, Valcomer, they got Val back in it. Yeah. He can't talk anymore. Um, then I went upstairs again. Then when I came downstairs, it was literally just a shot of his grave. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so yeah. I was like, okay, I kind of. Get what's going on in the movie i can just sit down and i call
2: drago killed him
1: <laughs> yeah, it reminded me a lot of creed actually yeah, yeah. yeah um it's probably
0: the best legacy sequel
1: considering what it was aiming for i mean like hey
0: i, I really like creed i yeah, like rocky yeah, balboa yeah. which is where they're kind of two legacy sequels in different timelines or something They double dipped yeah. yeah yeah they double dipped but i do think most people would tell you that top gun maverick is like an awesome like home run of a movie it like, was
1: pretty cool they were kind of doing a play they were doing a plane heist sort of. Sure,
0: but even people that love that first Top Gun movie, they kind of have that ironic appreciation that like you and Ming have for like the Fast and Furious movies where you don't really care about the story, it is kind of like no. to your point, the homoeroticism, like and all these like buff dudes. It's just
1: well, the, yeah, and the, the time capsule thing of it, I guess. All, also, the sun, all
0: the sunsets and the, the sunset, the it ends. is very pretty. It's the, a cool looking movie. All
1: the plane, the plane, the plane footage is awesome in that first movie. In the new movie too. The new movie too, but it's because it's now it's in this era where you know sometimes it's CG, sometimes it's not. Whereas you're watching the '80s one, you're like, oh man, they've got some really great it's shots. It's Really
0: obvious when they fake it in that original movie. I've yeah. seen some of <laughs> I think most people would say it's better than the original movie. Probably, and that I, never I, happens I, with <laughs> this kind of thing. No
1: one's out there going like Top Gun. The original is not that good of a movie. I it's not. I. I yeah, agree. I, yeah. I mean, it's fine, but I, I, I kept thinking I, I want to watch Roadhouse for some reason. They're like Roadhouse is fun. It's yeah. Roadhouse is Roadhouse is really fun. Roadhouse is way better. And anyway, the following night we're like, how are we going to top our Top Gun night? And it was Father's Day, so I was like, I'll pick the movie. And my choice was Earth Girls Are Easy, which I've never seen. With Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, Goldblum. Jeff yes. Goldblum and oh, J- Young yes. James Carey and oh. uh Marlon Wayans, I think. That'd be the right time, yeah. The blank Man? No, yeah, yeah, I think it was it was Blank Man. Um ha- have any of you seen that movie and it's entirety? I've
3: seen it maybe about 10, 15 years ago. So Damon it, Wayans. It's been a sorry minute. Damon
1: Wayans. It's uh it was it was such a draining movie that we didn't have it in us to watch something else afterwards. <laughs> Um, but it's fun, it's visually really fun. Um, it looks like uh, it looks like the Barbie movie. It's it's pretty, <laughs> yeah.
2: Is that Gina Davis Ge- in that Yeah, one? Gina All Davis,
1: right. cool. It, it was like shelved for a couple of years, but it was filmed while she and Jeff Goldblum were dating, yeah. so they have some they have their weird, freaky chemistry going Gina on. Gina Davis
0: is definitely in that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're you all- do not watch that movie and forget
1: Gina Davis. Is, I'm just gonna leave it at that. She's all over it. Yes. Um, I'm
0: trying to like make a joke about how tall she is. That like we get a lot of real giant. estate out of Gina Davis. Yeah. The camera does a lot of tilting
3: up and down. She's like, statuesque,
0: she's very it, statuesque. Yeah,
1: but it's the tone of that movie. It's like the least sexy movie about like sex capades. They
0: get sucked into like their genie lamp spaceship a few times. Yeah, there's some
1: shrinking. There's... Mm-hmm. Uh, You got um, Michael McKean as a Cato Kaelin type figure. Uh,
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a fun time, but uh, it's not a good movie. Does Jim Carrey not speak in that movie? No, he talks a lot. He does impressions. He does his James Oh, they do? Oh, Oh, yeah, because they learn how to speak English from watching TV. Of course. It's an '80s movie about aliens. They always fucking do that. It's like the,
3: <laughs> it's like that first Transformers movie or
0: the radio from the Transformers movie. Yep. That, oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah. Well, then the first they also bring up in there like, oh yeah, we learned from the internet. The eBay,
2: yeah, yeah, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, I've never seen Earth Girls Are Easy, but I'll I'll take a whack at it. Check it out. Hulu, HBO. I, I'm not calling it Max. Um, Amazon. Where Where'd you watch it? Um.
1: I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> All right. I'll <Yeah, laughs> find it. You know what? It was on freebie, so there were, there were there ads. There we go. There were ads. All right. So that's it. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. What's
0: our next segment? Uh, I guess we're going to talk about the Chipmunk Adventure. Around the world, Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah. Join us after the break to talk about 1987's animated blockbuster. <laughs> the Theatrical ch- release. Theatrical release. And we're going to get to that. Yeah, Chipmunk Adventure be real great All
4: right so dad
0: dad dad you suggested a couple weeks ago we talk about this movie and i had a slight hindrance i was like you know we our show, our podcast is devolving into a bunch of white dudes talk about movies which is like from our childhood a growing ratio yeah. of podcasts on the internet over the last 15 years more Oh. <laughs> this movie fits us like a goddamn glove, right? Oh, yeah.
3: To to be fair, I gave I gave you an out. I also suggested like Nickelodeon game shows. I'm like, <laughs> same <"That> was, shit. <laughs> it is the same shit. But you know, I don't I haven't seen anyone deep dive figure it out. For those listening
0: to this who have no idea who the hell we are, and you know what, there are gonna be people who do that. There are people who really like the chipmunks. My girlfriend's brother has an old Alvin doll from the eighties still. Like he like his kid plays with it, right? People in the eighties we into Alvin crap. Like there was an animated show on ABC or something that ran like many seasons. It was syndicated. There were a bunch of like direct to video movies that were produced for Fox that all did well. Hell, they even got uh, Will Smith to show up and host a VHS only special they did about the history of rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Were they like rotoscoped Alvin into hanging out with Michael Jackson and stuff. Do you remember this? And this is like Fresh Prince days of Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Right? They didn't even call him yeah. Will Smith. You're right. He was on. If you look at the VHS tape, I remember this now. At Blockbuster or video scene or whatever, the front cover had like Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. And then in a little corner, it said like, hosted by Fresh Prince. Oh, wow. They didn't call him Will Smith at the time. It was like in that bubble mm-hmm. here before he became successful, I guess. But yeah, uh, Dan, you want to do this. And if you don't know us from a hole in the ground, Ryan Neal and I used to do a bunch of these uh, YouTube videos called New Kids on the Rock that many people pointed out were felt like a vague sister show. Chipmunks adjacent. Yeah. There's yeah. three of us. One of us had glasses and it was lanky and we had some color coding. Yep. And we were entertainers sort of on that show. I guess. I don't want to make this all about us, but like out of the Chipmunks has been kind of in our orbit.
1: Something, something we look to as, I guess, an example of.
3: I was worried you were going to say inspiration. Well, how did the maestros yeah, do it? Over yeah. Yeah.
0: A- as much as I didn't want to do another movie discussion, it's interesting. I'll put, a, I'll say that it's much.
1: a weird formative memory for us, mm-hmm. for a lot of a lot of our peers, I think, because this is one of those movies that you'd watch a bunch as a kid, and then you would never return to it. You have no reason to go back to it until now, today. It's funny how many people we've talked about.
2: In in and around the podcast, so like I kind of remember, I half remember, I and now that the film is available for free on YouTube, you have no excuse but to watch the goddamn chitmonks. So let's dive right into it. Well, we before, opened... Well, hang
1: on, hang on. Before we do okay. that, I do want to talk about our tech. Um... <laughs> <laughs> course. <laughs> I just I don't wanna I don't wanna unleash it on people without explaining. Oh you're first. not talking about the sound effects
0: buttons. You're talking
1: No 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 I mean Kevin always has the fucking sound effects buttons. Alvin! <laughs> yep. That's our custom one. It's not this Dave, it's the Dave from the live action movies. Scab Dave. Scab Dave. <laughs> uh, Jeez, but somebody. we also we also have a fifth microphone in the middle of the, the, of table. the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah just you, turn you just turned it on.
0: Hold on. I'm <laughs>
1: Hey, uh Dave, it's me, Alvin, and Here, <laughs> hey, hold on, we'll roll, hey, take- Here, we'll roll play. I need to, to take make off this my headphones. I you. have to do I it
0: too. I can't to wear my headphones. Uh <clears throat> I'll be Dave. Uh hey, Alvin, what are the names of your other brothers?
1: Uh I don't I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> they could be Simon? <laughs> you don't have you to write
5: to- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like- you
1: don't need to- hold
0: on, I'm gonna turn down all the mics but mine. Hold on a minute. Okay, uh so you don't need to pitch your voice up before it gets to the microphone. It's with like
2: the, an adult with a lightsaber making the noises, yeah. you're correct.
0: What's a chipmunk song that everyone knows?
2: Uh, uh, uh a I I want, I want a new drug. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, is this as far as we need to go with this? Yeah,
1: so if, if we suddenly start talking in a high-pitched voice to sell a joke, this is why. We have a special dedicated chipmunk microphone and... Chipmunk? Mic. The, chip the chip mic. mic, yeah. Chip, the chipmunk. Just so you know. All right, we can go back to our regular...
2: Microphones now. And back to the human world. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Is a headache. We all 12-monkeyed <laughs> back
2: to humans.
0: And we're not going to edit the show. We're just dumping it.
2: Oh, you should probably
1: edit that bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just embrace the it's chaos. It's too good. <laughs> all right. All right. The Chipmunk Adventure, 1987. The first thing we see is this lovely um, uh, title. Cartoon Suburbia. Cartoon Suburbia. The text looks so yummy.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it's. (laughs) there's weird Michael Jackson aesthetics over this, and we open with this soundtrack that is too good for this movie. Michael Jackson aesthetics? Yeah, I don't
3: know where you're, I pick up Disney aesthetics, and there's a reason for that, and we'll probably get to it. Glittery text. I mean like um, Moonwalker, Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Perceived prosperity of the
0: 90s. It's weird you say this, and not to derail the... The, the like the linearity of the discussion you're going for Neil here. I was going to compare this movie to Moonwalker as well. Yeah. Because like Moonwalker, it's a weird fucked up fever dream <laughs> yeah. with one scene that is so good you kind of deal with the rest of the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like you're you watching Moon- you're watching Moonwalker and you're like what
2: the fuck is this movie and then smooth criminal happens and you go oh Macaulay yeah. Cole can play an electric guitar with Norm from Cheers. Like they, That's th- not a that that's is, not a Moonwalker. Oh, I know. I know. But yeah, it's, still, okay. it's still the Michael Jackson. That's not in the Chipmunk
3: Adventure either, for those who haven't <laughs> seen it.
2: <laughs> but Chipmunk
0: Adventure is this like fucking weird thing you repress to your point earlier. It's Neil. a cursed film.
1: And we'll <laughs> so get we it. Into into I just want score. to set the tone because yeah. the, the intro really gets you with this beautiful. Randy Edelman song. score. Randy Edelman, who was was he in a band or something? He did or?
0: Ghostbusters 2. He did the mask.
1: He did a, yeah, he he has a long list of credits. You
0: love the score to The Mask, Neil.
1: I do, yeah, it's a good one. I love it. You have no, I I
0: watched The Mask with you a couple of years ago, and you said several times while watching it, like, man, the music in this movie really is the glue. I love this score. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. Well, to, to,
3: to before, there's also some talking about the DNA of your guys' videos. Like, he also did the theme song for MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Oh, which then I know weight. Neil, you did sort of a send up for Kevin's video McShark. McShark, yes. So he, he did Beethoven, which I'm is like,
0: totally God in God our <laughs> <laughs> wheelhouse and Last of the Mohicans, which we did a parody. Of, no kidding.
1: No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> okay. Op- he sounds like uh his name sounds like Randy Newman and Danny Elfman combined, kind of. This <laughs> movie, this movie's
0: music is a major component of it, obviously. Yeah, the music uh,
1: is good. There's a lot of there's a lot of
0: trivia to the music and how it was all licensed out, but the opening titles really do set you up for a different flavor of movie. You can tell what kind of movie they were swinging for. Yes. And it makes the rest of the movie's ingredients all kind of make sense through that kaleidoscope. You're like, okay, I see why all the human beings in this movie are fucking freak shows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we'll get to that.
0: Because <laughs> they were trying to go for verisimilitude. they do not have. So which is why the clouds look so photo-esque. Like the yeah. opening title looks like it's like aerial photography.
1: So yeah, Rob Bagdasarian Jr. And the chipets are designed by someone just named Sandra.
0: Yeah.
2: Just
1: Sandra. Just Sandra. Do you know anything about Sandra?
0: Um, no, I listened to a couple of interviews with the 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 um the husband and wife couple who made this movie. Um the director, Janice Carmen. Yeah. Yep. Um she they're actually they 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 have a lot of Open discussion on YouTube about the making of this movie in the last few years. Like they they've been on fan podcasts and stuff, and they're and good well, for them. They're well off. Like they they made those CG chipmunks movies, with, with and the,
3: they voice. If you didn't know that, they voice the singing component of the chipmunks and the 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 chipettes.
2: Yeah, yeah, to save money. And yeah, uh, Janice Carmen is married to ba- Bogdasarian, Bogdasarian, Bogdasarian Junior. Bagdasarian. and he, A. Wanted, and, he
0: Bagdasarian. Wanted, and he wanted to play. Dave Seville in the live action movies before um, the studio was like, we're not going to give you money to make this unless Jason Lee's in
3: it.
1: You're 55. You can't do
3: it. (laughs) A bit of background, like the Bagdasarian family owns the IP, by the way. The like right. Bagdasarian Sr. created the Chipmunks. Back
1: in the 50s, before there were cartoons, they were just records. Yeah. Bingo.
0: They would just hold up pictures and move them in front of a camera. That's <laughs> <this>. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I, I want to talk about the husband and wife couple right at the top is if it sounds like I'm going too soft on this, I'm really trying to get like my like jeers in early because I'm going to like probably compliment some parts of this movie more than I should. It's because I now know that like a husband and wife team independently made this movie. They took from the TV show. Again, there was a syndicated cartoon show on at the time in the mid 80s that was apparently always in the top 10 for ratings, which means like a billion people were watching at the time because TV was popular. The Internet
1: didn't exist yet. Right. What else are you going to do? Yeah.
0: What else are you going to do? They had gotten a huge chunk of change finally from the TV show and they took that dump truck of money and said, let's reinvest it into the property. Let's make a feature film. And they went out without Disney, without any other major player to help them to make the film. And it took like two to three times longer than they expected. They lost a director early on, Dan Haskett, who went on to animate Ariel and the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he designed Moe Sislak. He huh. did like Tiny Toon Adventures. Like he's kind of like this legendary animator. He also did Minerva Mink uh, from uh, Oh, that guy. All right, all right. That guy. Yeah. Uh, but... He, he left after a few months because he just saw the writing on the
2: wall that this movie was going to take too long to make, which is when Janice uh, took over directing duties. Yeah. Knowing this film is a labor of love, is a family production, and went through production hell. Good Lord. We're, yeah. And it shows.
1: So we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But we're going to say some when mean this, shit
2: about yeah. this movie because it's a fucked
3: up movie. We have to. to say a lot of mean stuff. If it also helps paint the picture like. Like you said, the animator you were just talking about went on to work on The Little Mermaid. This is acting in a void where Disney Renaissance hasn't kicked in yet. Exactly, 87. Yeah, Black Cauldron just came out and lost a ton of money. We're looking for some sort of... Yeah, exactly. A lot of Disney animators jump ship
0: to work on this movie. As far as the actual production movie goes, they were spending all the money they had, hand over fist, to get it animated. They waited a year after they sent out their storyboards and shot lists and stuff, and they only had 80 seconds of usable animation. So... Janice got on a plane, flew over to the studio animating the movie, and demanded, when are you gonna like finish the agreed upon animation we've paid you to do? And the director of that studio said, Oh, well, our animators' hands are cramped. <laughs> so they had to they had to go out, take the money back, and find all these smaller studios across the globe to animate specific components. You mean
2: around the world, I know, Kevin?
0: I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> like it it's art imitating life. <laughs> no, but they <laughs> they went around, she literally had to go to like animators in like North America. Mexico, all over Peru, Peru like, Norway,
3: <laughs> South America. A
0: hundred thousand dollars. Penguins were animating parts, <laughs>
2: but oh, like, fucking penguins! Swear to God,
0: that's how they had to get this movie finished, and that's why the animation is there are peaks and valleys. Okay, yes. well,
2: good for them.
1: Yeah. Okay, opening titles. All right, opening titles. It's <laughs> gonna be that's, a two-hour-long podcast. Yeah, the movie's not even that long. Crazy. We're at Dave Seville. Dave Seville, ready see, to go. Yeah, you see his butt. You see him packing his clothes simon's <laughs> yeah. reading a book that says europe on 500 a day which i thought yep. was funny um for the time that's
2: like a million dollars i know <laughs> and did you notice oh, we'll dave has framed photos of the chipmunks over his bed which was
0: delightful yeah. like a single shot of alvin a single shot of theodore a sing- like there's an equal amount of photography of each chipmunk above his bed so there's no favoritism that's right <laughs> they're all good chipmunks not just alvin but
1: i mean alvin acts <laughs> like he's the main chipmunk he I mean, knows it yeah the show was called alvin and the chipmunks
0: didn't you make a video clowning on this opening? I did.
1: Yeah, we can talk about this, but I did t- a long time ago. Take like the first ten minutes of this when I like it was those days when it was like, "Holy crap! You can you can just download this movie from our childhood and watch it." You can put a
0: ten minute video up on YouTube now. Oh,
1: and <laughs> I I just took out all the audio and redubbed it with a bunch of like crappy jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I pitched up my own voice. I You're did a days pioneer voice. of
0: TikTok, thinking.
1: Kinda, yeah. I got Emmy to do Miss Miller's voice. It was fun. Fun time. But then it got taken down by the Bagdasarian Corporation. Um so yeah, they're 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 packing Dave's clothes. It's just like a, a nice little sunshiny intro.
0: For those of you who don't know, Dave Seville is a human being that is the father of three singing chipmunk boys who are all like about three feet
3: tall. Dave is like their manager as well, so like that doesn't
1: come up at all in the movie, though.
3: But no, it does because he's going on the trip to Europe to get a record deal for them. Really, that's that's his whole that's his whole arc that we never see. I missed that. It's a business trip.
0: Yeah, there's missing context. Like a lot of this movie did get thrown out because of animation taking too long and investors getting impatient. Like we have deadlines to meet and all that. Okay, Uh, Dave Seville. If you need context for why he cares about these three, I guess he adopted them or something. The, The movie in its final form, assumes, it presupposes you know
2: what the hell's going on, which I barely do. I gotta say, by 87, the chipmunks, as an intellectual property, have been around since the late 50s. By this point, multi-generations of children have, have enjoyed the chipmunks. They're almost
1: as old as Batman. <laughs> so he's a stage father. Yes. yes, he forces them to sing. Correct for, for money. money. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> there should be a law. D-
0: Dave Seville, this movie is such a wreck of a man. Yeah, I love it. Like oh, he looks haggard. He looks really haggard. It's the best
1: part of the movie is cutting back to Dave in Europe not having a good time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's at every scene he looks like he needs Alka Seltzer really bad. These kids are just too goddamn much. For those of you who've never seen this movie, which is most of you, think of. If you've seen Stu Pickles in that meme from Rugrats, where Stu Pickles just hasn't been sleeping and he's making like pancakes, chocolate, chocolate pudding. pudding, chocolate pudding, oh, or pudding. Whatever. Okay. yeah, at like two in the morning for Angelica, Dave Seville looks like that. This entire movie,
2: <laughs> yeah. I actually in my notes I've got like John Arbuckle from Garfield owes a lot to Dave. This <laughs> m- this really sad sack of shit isn't. An-
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like this movie has a it has a bit of an edge in ways that comfort you knowing that human beings made it but yeah. for a children's film it rarely feels appropriate
1: well speaking mm-hmm. of which miss miller shows up she's their babysitter miss boys <laughs> uh she's great she doesn't know what the hell's going on i i love miss miller this film I, I love can't stand her
0: <laughs> she looks like she's senile way too young like she's like clearly not all there but she's like maybe 50. <laughs>
1: Oh, Apparently on the show, she was the caretaker for the chipettes. Oh,
3: by the way, there are
0: girl chipmunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
3: how the movie starts. It says starring the chipmunks and the chipettes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Buy both toys.
3: <laughs> but Miss Miller, I don't. It's not that I don't like her because of her senility. It's that she just.
4: <laughs> you, know, you
0: know,
3: I, I love that she's about ugly, her. Ugly. That's why she
1: is like <laughs> animated. Ugly. I don't. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen anything yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got shit that'll you're turn be, you white. You're gonna <laughs> be begging for Miss Miller. Uh, wait till you meet, wait till you meet <laughs> the oh, German. She looks like,
3: I described this to Kevin when we were watching it last week. I said, she looks like a classy Supo character that a yes. Disney animator was forced to draw. <laughs> Nailed it, Dan. I, Nailed I, it.
1: I wrote that down, not for her, but other characters in this movie look like Rugrats side characters. First season Rugrats. But Miss Miller, she just, she's deaf, she's blind, she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> She's not blind. Um, I don't know. She's <laughs> not deaf either. <laughs> she Well, it's very easy to get one over on She's just got a
0: real canasta lady
1: flavor to her. I like Miss Miller. I do too. She I... has the
0: best two lines of the movie, which are, shut up, Alvin, <laughs> yeah. and Dave, are you drunk? It's really funny. <laughs> are fun. you drunk?
4: <laughs>
0: two best lines of
1: the movie. Two best lines. Actually, no.
0: Dan, Dan knows the best line of the movie. We'll get to that very shortly. <laughs> Okay, so if we're going in order. Let's we'll yeah, get yeah, to that. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Dave
2: is heading off to Europe. Let's just see. Dave he leaves. gets to Europe, and well, he gets in the taxi. Alvin tries to sneak in. We get our first. Alvin! As Dave heads off, and Miss Miller explains to Alvin, "You'll get to see the world someday." Ooh. And now I have to say something because this theatrical release film, released in theaters, theatrical length. I know it's from 1987, I know it's been a long time, I know it's about singing rats and their dirt panties and all this nonsense, but good lord, when there are commercial breaks built into, oh man, I've got it. I hate, I just hate, these commercial break fade no, to black. No, no, no.
3: is <laughs> no. No.
2: not wrong though. It
1: fades to black well, a lot. Janice Carmen was gonna <laughs> lose f- her house. <laughs>
2: We're less than five minutes into the movie and we have a commercial break. It's I,
1: not a commercial break. It fades to black. It's a oh. nice, it's a nice warm film fade. You know? Is it, it it stays black for about one or two seconds, mm-hmm. then it fades back up to a later scene. These are commercial
2: breaks preparing for a television broadcast, which is, I I understand, but oh my God, they, I I Roger Ebert
4: reviewed
0: this movie,
2: (laughs) which by the way, you got to hear that. So now we have foreshadowing for five-year-olds who don't know what that word is as we're going around the world in the video game. And here we meet for the first time, the Chipettes. So yes, we jump to another scene where the Chipmunks
3: are playing with the Chipettes. Where the hell are they? Because they're, they're not in do- an arcade. They're not in like... They're a- playing a video game. They're but playing
1: a video game like in an Italian restaurant, pizzeria. But like in between like two cigarette there's machines. There's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys remember like Mamma Mia's having like a yeah, video game? In there's the like corner. a <laughs> Kino screen sure, above
0: yeah. them and people putting out cigarettes like on Theodore. There's a probably. couple <laughs> really
1: fucking sleazy Germans in the corner. <laughs> oh, not, not any sleazy Germans. Uh, Who well. are their names again? Klaus and Claudia. Oh, these two... I I love these characters. With these characters not in the movie, we would not be talking about this. I, movie. I agree.
0: These are our kind of villains because they stepped right out of like heavy metal or something. Because yes, it's, like a
3: prototype of Aeon Flux, maybe a little bit. Because
0: Alvin, Simon, Theodore, Brittany, what's her name? Eleanor. Eleanor was 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 the girl with glasses. Janine. Her name's Janine? Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought you were joking, Dan, when you said that last week. Her name's actually Janine. All Janines have glasses. All Janines (laughs) wear glasses. I think their designs are good. I I actually think they updated Alvin, Simon, and Theodore pretty well, especially in this movie, the squish squash they do with them. I think the animation, for the most part, looks good. And I think the chipettes are, um, they're really fun. Like, they they, they got the
1: 80s. 80s spunk.
0: Yeah, they Mm. really do. I think they look good. But then the human beings, holy crap, I got to stop coming back to this. But they're just so... Uh, needlessly detailed in all the wrong ways.
2: Hideous. We'll get to the racism later, but we'll just, Klaus and Claudia are are nightmares. They're, they're monsters. They're
3: nightmare people. Like they 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 look, rule. It's so good. It's like a tinge
2: of like they're almost like rotoscoped, but they're not. They look at, they're right out of Rock and Rule. Let's speak rock and Rule. <laughs> I, yeah. I great. have it in my notes. Neil turned us on to this other bizarre fever dream, Rock and Rule, and I just like. Klaus reminds me of Mock.
1: Yeah, Mock. Ap- Mock, who is supposed to be like a caricature of... Um, a
2: little Bowie. The song's Lou Reed. He's got uh, a pop.
1: Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, Gary Glitter? No, <laughs> uh, Rolling Stones. Mick uh, Jagger? Mick Jagger. Mock. Mick. Yeah. yeah. So these characters look like Mick Jagger. Uh, and they have great, yeah. Their voices. They're siblings, but they act like a married couple that hate each other.
0: Yes. yes. They have a dog that's there to make sure that kids don't get bored watching two very realistic looking people. Claude in particular, this his character design. Klaus. Klaus, sorry. I've never seen a children's <laughs> movie with <laughs> a human being that looks <laughs> like this. He's
1: balding. He's got like the white stripes and like black hair. Like
0: from Sopranos. He's got like, um... He's always wearing like 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 uh track suits and track shit. Suit. He's, got
3: he's got like a, a scarf, a pink yeah, scarf. It's a cardigan type. tied loosely. Mm, uh, grass stains.
1: Like uh, uh, he's got he's got silk socks and stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, just it's Euro- a plot point. That is a plot point about. <laughs> yeah, it. silk he's sock. European. And he's so European.
2: Sophie the dog is such. A, you're absolutely right, Kevin. Because the, the kids will get bored without like their little. Uh, you hey, know That's a fair the decision. The bird or the rat or the snake or the whatever that came along the boat with the Pocahontas movie. Because Pocahontas has one too many animals. So does this movie that the dog Sophie is such a clear example of things got cut. You can feel it when they show this dog interacting with Klaus and Claudia.
0: Well, you know, it's easy for you, Ryan, is to sit upon your throne and make <laughs> fun of these people, but if you were making a children's film with diamond mule subplots, you'd yes. put a dog in there too to keep their blood sugar I spiking. I have no
1: problem. No, the dog is there to give Klaus something to do. Because yes. yeah. Claudia takes over as the lead villain. She's really the yeah. villain. She, yeah, she's great. She's voiced by Susan Tyrell, who... Uh, was nominated for an Oscar in for like this 19- movie, right? No, for <laughs> <fuck>, not for, <laughs> for uh 1972. She's uh, she's great, she's in a lot of weird stuff. She was like a Andy Warhol person for a while. She I love to and watch
2: I... her and Eartha Kitt play poker. Oh yeah. Oh, oh be... god.
1: She's she's just one of those Hollywood weirdos. She got really <laughs> screwed over by the system. She
2: I knew her first from Richard El... Richard Elfman's The Forbidden Zone.
1: The Forbidden Zone. Oh man. She is so good in that. Just look up her singing Witch's Egg. She dated Herve Villeches, her her uh, her co-star in Forbidden Zone. Um, you know, the play in that guy from Fantasy Island. Yeah.
0: yeah. I compared it to Eartha Kit, There's like a certain type of actor that will do family films and still put their flavor in like a Vincent Price or something mm-hmm. like and she's again, to, there is effort on display in this movie. And it, even, as much as I'm like freaking out over the clash of animation styles, I do think it's a good looking movie. I think she is funny. I think,
2: yeah. I think she's uh, re- truly emoting into the microphone in this movie. <laughs> You're right. Like Eartha Kitt in Ernest Scared Stupid, she's not holding back because it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. she is, She is. Her Claudia delivery is like, nope, I am proto Cruella DeVille. She's better than Cruella DeVille. So basically her and her brother decide- Yeah, Cruella's first. They, they, they need to
0: get- diamond smuggled across the world for money or something.
2: They won't underestimate yeah. Jamal again. And again, guys, guys, this movie about <laughs> are going around the world that they need to keep reminding the audience because enough of this audience is young enough that they're still... Probably wetting the bed. They need to be told a hundred thousand dollars more than once. Oh, so a subplot about diamond smuggling and an unseen antagonist named Jamal. This audience, a five-year-old, is not keeping this down. It's
0: about six chipmunks that sing Christmas songs and they're smuggling
3: diamonds because yeah. Jamal. They don't know like, they're smuggling diamonds though, and yeah, that's part like, of it. Like, you got
1: that right,
0: dude. Like this would be too dark for like Dumb and Dumber.
1: You know what I mean like <laughs> it no but it it does feel like a well, what's like a big movie plot? what's like something to get embroiled in that will take you all across the world yeah, and i it it makes sense like i I, I see why they they chose, like they they get involved with a crime scheme. Yeah, that way you get some cool villains. It's you know it's it's an excuse it's for them to dark though. And, and, and the way they do
3: get embroiled is the kids, as we were talking about, were playing a video game where you, around the world the eight in eighty days the video game thirty close to good in thirty in thirty days... <laughs> guys
2: you gotta wrap <laughs> this up. Around the world in thirty days
3: <laughs> is the video. game. But they're game. playing the video game. Uh, the Chipettes win, and then Alvin's like, "Well, I would have won if I didn't have dirt in my eye, or something like that." Yeah, that yeah. effect, and they start arguing. And the villains are like, "Well, we need new dro- uh, diamond mules. <laughs> new These dro- kids <laughs> will do that." And I wrote my—I have a note here. So the Claudia and Klaus get the kids to go into a balloon race, like the video game, to have little dolls of themselves dropped off at certain places around the globe. Dolls the kids have have diamonds. The dolls the kids pick up have money, and at yes. the end, they'll give the money to Klaus and Claudia, and they will win a prize of a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so this we, we
0: really gotta we have to really explain this because Dan yeah. and I have been laughing about this for like 20 days.
3: <laughs> so the way Klaus and Claudia introduced themselves to the kids is we are rich millionaires. That's a terrible accent. I gotta stop that. We're rich millionaires. We have millions of dollars, we're bored, we just want to do something. And the kids are like, Wow, a million bucks? That's cool. And they go, well, if you do this, we'll give you a hundred thousand bucks. And Alvin just gets like starstruck, like amazing, like a hundred thousand dollars. That's more than one million. Yeah.
0: It's Alvin. This shot is so funny to me. Alvin overhears that they have a million dollars and is offered 10% of that. And there's this close-up of Alvin glazed over, excited. He's wall-eyed. Yeah, he's wall-eyed. His eyes are like akimbo, and he says a hundred thousand dollars, and it's it's it became like a little reaction meme. I've just been sending nonstop for almost a month now. <laughs> I don't know. Like the hundred thousand dollars. And they
3: bring it up a lot. Like the kit, both Alvin and Brittany are very embroiled in this quest for a hundred thousand dollars that they won't let people forget that that's what this is about. So hold on a minute. Okay. At one point in the movie, Alvin, it gets brought back up that Alvin and the chipmunks are like a big deal, right? Yep. They're rich, right? Well, they live in that same like nineties house that Michael Jordan and space sham live. So yeah, yeah they're very rich. modest house. Yeah, yeah. So he's rich. So
1: are they, are they rich and famous? They don't talk about hundred thousand dollars. They bring it
3: up in in Athens. Yeah, that's that's the conceit to start that song. We are the hardest rock, uh, the hardest act, yeah. the hottest, they, the, hottest act the hottest act in, rock, in rock and, and roll. Can you tell? Oh, I had okay. too much coffee.
1: There? <laughs> yeah, I guess, but I mean, show don't tell, right? Yeah, hundred thousand
2: dollars between the three of them. <laughs>
1: and if Thirty-three thousand. If they're
2: touring musicians being managed by Dave, why haven't they ever been anywhere? Alvin. Well, that's why he's going on that
3: business trip. So they can tour outside the US. Well, I have I have one more note here before just in regards to the plot is that most kids' movies in sort of a scale like this will have some sort of magical conceit as to why an actual kid in real life cannot do this. Like, oh yeah, these kids are gonna go on a magical adventure, but you can't because magic's not real. Bingo. This music, this music video, this kind of movie says. Yo, kids, you can do this if you meet the right criminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're uh, Euro criminals, because
2: that was the writer's way of going like, well, we have to like make this a little less plausible, a little less imitatable. At the height of Ronald Reagan's America Stranger Danger, these six children jump right into bed with these very, very creepy smoking, and they're coded as villains. They're smoking. And they're coded as villains. They're not American, Dave. They're fucking villains. <laughs> they're... So, so the next the next bit is they have to get
0: out of David's radar. Like the chipmunks are like, okay, we if they we're have
1: gonna... to get away from Miss Miller without without her, you know, calling the cops. So, yes. so, so they
0: rented a copy of Ferris Bueller's Day Off <laughs> and they got an advanced copy of the Home Alone script. Now,
1: here I gotta say, <laughs> th-
2: this Home is Alone. a surprisingly not adult joke. This is not an adult film, but this is a I kind of like. That considering the whole conceit of chipmunks is that we remodulate, velocitize, speed up singing to make them sound like animals. Yeah, they're like, oh, let's do some jokes about speeding up and slowing down an audio yeah, recording. I'll get I like. I they like that. They didn't do that.
1: Well, I mean, they did do that a little bit, but they slowed I, I, down. I, I tweeted speed it, up. I tweeted this like years ago that instead of like re- calling up Dave and splicing his voice. To create a message where he says it's okay. To Alvin go to should Europe. have slowed his voice yeah, down. Yeah, he should have just slowed his own voice down. That would have been like a, a wink, a, a good wink. But then there. we don't get that
0: amazing yeah. <laughs> animation
1: of Dave looking like
0: he's really so done. They call with him this up kid. at
1: three in the morning his time, and he's just he 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 has to be a good father and talk to his son. Alvin says,
0: "I'm like, hey, Dave, how you doing?" And then Dave goes, "Like, I don't know, Alvin. What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get away from these rats for a weekend, and I swear to god, I haven't had a moment's <laughs> peace in years.
1: <laughs> I love him trying to get you know, like he has a list of words that he needs him to say for pretty funny message, and it cuts bye to like, bye, it time lapses to him, like it doesn't show you getting all the words. Um, but yeah,
0: in case we haven't established it, they're trying to record Dave over a phone while he's in Europe so they can hodgepodge this like ransom letter equivalent audio tape. Of Dave telling Miss Miller it's okay that the boys leave home,
2: and that's their get out of jail free pass. Totally, yeah. and honestly, like, kids being I, kids, it's fun.
0: I found some of these scenes in suburbia pretty funny.
2: Honestly, like, I
0: thought
3: Alvin being a little shit played
0: kind of funny. Well, then, oh yeah,
3: and then Simon, like Theodore, is like, I don't
2: feel good about this, and Simon's like, that's it's called guilt, Theodore. <laughs> and Simon's aged well as an adult watching this singing rat nonsense. I really like Simon. <laughs> Simon's, Simon's, Simon's like. This a child a five six year old is gonna think alvin is the cool cool thing but no for an adult like that is the most like hey this joke's for an adult like simon's kind of great in this movie i
0: wonder if they kept this movie in suburbia longer and just went for like that simpsons-y like tiny Toon adventures like kids well, just i, hanging I guess out. that's the show yeah the tv show they sure, gotta you're right you're right. the movie
2: the movie is around the world and we gotta right, get it all right the way. <laughs> yeah
1: so this is where we get uh, Miss Miller asking Dave, "Are are you drunk?" Because like, <laughs> his voice gets slowed down on the tape, and oh, it's it's good fun. But they Ms. they fooled her. Miller. <laughs> Credit
0: card, you got it.
1: Yep, thank you. Um, hey kids, we're home early. <laughs> uh, we get a uh, yeah. They go they go to Klaus and Claudia's house. They got <laughs> their yeah, backyard. They work. go to their pa- palatial mansion, and there's some balloons there, already some hot air balloons. Yeah, chipits are there. like the chip,
0: the chipets chi- the- are orphans. No one cares where they go. Apparently, yeah. they don't have to do any sort of like Rube Goldberg tape device. Yeah, yeah again, the
2: fact of yeah, the television program Miss Miller is their version of Dave. She's right. their adoptive mother
3: figure. So, so, an interesting fact on that is because, as Kevin mentioned and Neil mentioned, how long it took to make this movie. Yeah. The movie came, was supposed to come out before in the show the Chipettes even showed up and were adopted by Miss Miller. So this is like almost a prequel oh. to some episodes. Interesting. So okay. That's why they're God. not also hanging out at the Seville household.
1: Um, yeah. So they like they're they're crashing the balloons around. It's not a not a clean takeoff at all. I like a, the balloon is coming right for Klaus and he, <laughs> he says, Himmel. <laughs> so, yeah, he says heaven in German, and then he. <laughs>
3: He questions the validity of this plan. (laughs) He goes, Claudia, is this a good
2: idea? Uh,
1: Yeah, good stuff. Claudia
2: loves her own plans, and she will tell you several times in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. Jamal (laughs) will never suspect a thing. (laughs) She is, yeah, she's a great villain.
3: Jamal also at this point is assumedly a rival diamond smuggler
2: who... Because Jamal is coded when we finally see him as very villain. Mm-hmm. But they're the twist. Yeah,
1: well, the twist for which kids won't understand is it pan- nope. I'm just nope. gonna spoil it right now. It shows Jamal finally and it pans over to like the sign on his Interpol. office. Interpol. He's a cop. Jamal's a good guy. I, know. I got- didn't know Here what the hell Interpol was. Neither does
2: a five year old <laughs> who needs to be reminded. I
1: kinda still don't.
2: It should have said police cops
1: or something. <laughs> It'd be funny <laughs> if you're like, oh wait, that's the name from the beginning of the tape. So guess you yeah. if you copy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the chipmunks and the we are uh, off. They're yeah. off to see the world. but We don't hear that song yet. <laughs> That's like
4: twenty
0: minutes later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
4: With
0: this movie, oh my god. So Alvin, Simon, and Theodore go to Mexico and sing a racist song. Do we have to talk about this scene? It's bad.
1: Uh, watch Three Caballeros instead.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah. Well, also
3: the the To tie this back into instead of just they go there and there's a racist plot. They drop off their first diamond smuggling device thing. And then they meet a guy who's like, hey, it's Fiesta. And then that guy is also apparently in on the diamond heist. Yeah. Because he's
1: one of their point men, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There's two thugs. Well, there's
3: no, there's those two guys came from Jamal. Really? And they look like thugs. And that's the problem with this twist of where Uh, they're the cops is if they're the cops, why don't they at any point go, hey, kids, (laughs) we're the police. (laughs) I can just see Interble the. Agent it, I'm secret
1: police.
0: I can just see the YouTube comments now. Like, listen to these four guys. They're not even watching the movie. They don't even know what's going on, and they're gonna tell me that it's racist and sexually uncomfortable when these <laughs> it is. eight-year-old rat girls show their underwear
3: in half them <laughs> Oh, that's the next scene.
0: Yeah, that's many <laughs> of the scenes. <laughs>
1: it is many of the
0: scenes. It's a growing ratio
2: of. <laughs> It happens more and more as the film goes the on. The fact that, and when we get to the big song, the boys are dressed in oversized T-shirts because in the late 80s, early 90s. They always 90s, were, yeah. Yep. yeah. Potato sacks. yeah, potato sacks. And the girls, you can see their underwear. They could easily animate them so differently. And Kevin, as you brought up earlier, the chipmunks design is actually way better. And yet they pervert it. And the word perverting is doing all well, the things. Well, they also just look sense. like
3: little girls. Like the chipmunks kind of look like a little bit like little monster yep. boys, the Chipets like it's almost like the Roxanne from a Goofy movie, where right. like if you just change the nose, that's a human. Ex- exactly, totally. It, totally it, but it, unlike a Goofy movie, the chipettes, it's literally just like a little dot. If yeah. that dot wasn't there, I was like that's a human girl. Yeah, that's a human five year old. and You're doing an upskirt shot.
0: You know, I, I like the Alvin and the Chipmunks designs. Like those three, like, I think they look good. It's a good cartoon design. But the chip and the chipettes, I enjoyed that they were, there was some modernity there. Like I like that they have like fashionably 80s clothing for sure. Yeah,
1: like the leg warmers and stuff.
0: Okay, we get through the Mexican scene with, with the vocabulary <laughs> that we've And I gotta that- say,
2: now that as we leave Mexico, I've, for the franchise is about. These animals get on adventures and they always sing a song. We are, as much as I love that beautiful score to open this film, yeah. we're way too deep in a chipmunk's movie to get our first chipmunk song. They must have been a cutscene. Yep. There
0: has to have been like a song. This is like t- at least 20 minutes into the movie, yes. right? We've had several goddamn commercial
2: breaks. Yeah, where's the,
3: where's the, we're going to Klaus and Claudia's
0: this house song? This movie's only like
3: 26 minutes
0: long. Like, so we're just like, okay, after Mexico, do we catch up with the chipettes? And this is like... The the shark scene? Yeah, yep. they're yes.
1: underwater. There's a shark. The thugs are after them. One of the thugs has a, the gay ear pierced. Yep. Um, no judgment, but...
3: He, well, he's also... He, that's the 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 black guy, right? Because he also has, like... He's very... Going back to this movie's racist, he's very caricaturally, like... Yes. Uh, racist features that you would yes. think that's what a black person <laughs> looks like. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean... Uh, the actual skin color they use for like non-white people is like almost gray in this. Movie. It's like everyone a, a too. Agreed.
2: They yeah. go to Mexico. Everyone's like gray. Italians. It's just yeah, gray. It, yeah. Like
0: they, they, they
2: <laughs> yeah, Jamal and the goon following the chipmunks and the other goon following the chipettes, A hundred percent. So the the scene where they're
0: the chipettes are now they're underwater somewhere because they remember first they
2: crash and we have to see their goddamn underwear and their hair is frazzled and then they're in getting in their bikinis because they have to go underwater. Yeah. Multiple and They meet a shirtless dude. Yep. They're going to get the diamonds in a pirate ship
0: in a scene that does feel a lot like the little mermaid, which came out two years later. If you look up the Siskel and Ebert review, this is the scene they show as like footage from the movie. And it's like, the least memorable animation of they the can't movie. talk because they're underwater but why yeah. would they that, that's totally why it's the clip yeah because they just called it you just called oh, it I really? that's got to be it right I'm just I guess. guessing I think you're right this was part of the EPK the electronic press kit this was the clip they showed on Siskel and Ebert was the girl swimming underwater away from a shark not any of the other big song and dance numbers and I think you're right now it has to be like well a lot of critics are going to be annoyed by their voice <laughs> and they are and they and they were
2: Ebert really was. So what else happens in the scene? A comedy of errors where they somehow thwart villains over and over again without knowing they're doing it. It's 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 Brittany
3: almost gets eaten by a shark, which That's, is actually yep. kind of like a little creepy. Yeah, that was scary. That was good. Like she's it in does. the jaws yeah. of the of the shark.
1: I think um I think this is well constructed though, because it shows the boys doing an on-location thing, then it shows the girls doing an on-location thing, and then you have the formula of each pickup. Uh, established. So they go straight into a montage where it shows them. They're doing this over and over in various locations and they play off to see the world, uh, which is a really good song. I kind of like it better than a whole new world. From
0: it's Aladdin. a Randy Edelman song. Yeah. And it feels like I remember seeing this movie as a kid. And when this song played, I distinctly remember when it, you know, it starts to, to become travelogue photos of the Chipettes specifically, mm-hmm. like just like still photos of them, like in Russia, etc. Um, I remember as a kid thinking, oh, is the movie over?
1: <laughs> it does feel like an end credit, uh, montage. Oh, okay. are there
0: are
2: any element music sounds like credit music from yeah. a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. it does.
2: And Hey kids, uh, you don't have to pause the VHS, but if you got to go pee, this is a great time to do it because you're missing nothing. Uh, as the kids go on, Oh, surprise is coming. Yeah. As the kids go on like, Oh, we defeated this thug cause he looked the wrong way. We defeated this thug because he looked into the lighthouse and he just decided to fall off the ladder. It's true. We, we defeated this thug because he just can't. I don't know. Defeat three animals that are a foot tall. Just you're right. Or just enter them. I'm an adult. But, I'm the adult in the situation. But the
3: other thing with this song is also like the lyrics are very much like we're going to describe the, what's happening in the movie right now. We're off to see the world. We're off to live our dreams. Don't you know? that we're living all so fast.
2: They definitely want to sell an album for this. And yes, uh, at the moment, Dan and I are doing some filler noise because Kevin is bringing out a keyboard from around the world. I wonder what the keyboard could be used for. What's going on? Dave? <laughs> Neil doesn't know yet. Yeah. I yeah. want to force you to
1: play this song. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Neil Cicerega,
2: he's got a keyboard in Hold front on. of him.
0: Hold on. Uh, I just grabbed a Yamaha... What is this? It's set? a giant
1: uh, piano. <laughs>
0: yep. We've, Dan and I have been laughing about this song for a couple of days via texts about how the formula of the lyrics burns into your head real quick. Neil like, did not know this is coming, by the way. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I pulled up the lyrics. I'm going to pull up the sheet music, and I'm going to plug this thing in uh, after the break. I, I really want to see Neil get through this song. <laughs> Is it, are you game
1: or not? I, I guess. Look, the keyboard's uh, even got like the notes. Yeah, you on have it. like the idiot stickers on them. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be real great.
0: All right. And we're back and uh, I don't think anyone quite knows what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, I decided it'd be funny to spring a keyboard onto Neil along with the lyrics to this movie this song which is what's it called again off to see the world off to see the world by i think randy edelman must have made this one
1: right yeah because there's a demo of him singing it right on youtube yeah
0: someone got like a someone ebay auctioned off a demo <laughs> i'm
1: not joking yeah they f- they found like the raw tape no one was supposed to hear
0: so without further ado yeah. folks here's uh neil Cisariga oh, extemporaneously playing through
1: off to see the world
0: from the chipmunk adventure in 1987
1: Gliding through the airways Making the right stops Through a storybook of places Making all our drops (laughs) Oh, see the cliffs of Dover I love the pauses in this And over to the right Are the snowy white-capped Alps majestic, majestic standing bright? Hey, don't you know that we're off to see the world? We're off to find our dreams, why are our hearts, hearts beating so fast? Why is there suddenly a brand new hope inside us that will surely last? Hey, don't you know that we're off to see the world? We're off to, to find, find things new, new, so we will follow every clue. So, so, uh, where am just I? Think I just think suddenly, a new chance new to new find new. We all, all new. we dreamed in dreams was true. There's more? Oh, we just flew over Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Destination <laughs> set. Heading out for Africa, a quest yes, we won't forget. <laughs> and then we faced a faced a threat in Rio. <laughs> we could be in for more, and now we are descending. I can see Italy's shore. Italy really hey, the, has yeah. Italy's shore. <laughs> hey, don't Did you know, know that, that we're off to see the world? world? We're off to find our dreams. Why are our hearts beating so fast? Why is there suddenly a brand new hope inside us that will surely last? Hey, don't you know that we're off to see the world? We're off to find things new, so we will follow every clue. Just think there's suddenly a chance to find if all we've dreamed in dreams. You have more lyrics for me? I, oh. I think we're good. Th-
2: thank you, Neil. Thank you for letting us I throw guess... that at you.
3: <laughs> so part of the reason we bring this up is, as you can tell, as you were talking about like the syllables and like the syncopate, like it's very infectious, and you can almost fit anything into there, much like they did in writing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you can just make up some lyrics, and so Kevin and I for like three days. We're just making each other laugh back and forth by texting each other lyrics. Like one in the morning. Like one in the morning. At one point, I was like on my way to take a shower, and I had to stop because I thought of something funny to text him.
0: (laughs) Kevin, you literally said, Kevin, I'm about to take a shower, but check this one
3: out. Uh, They do not fit the entirety of the song, so it's not like there's lyrics that will go to, oh, this will feed into one. It's like little bits of it. You don't need to justify it.
1: Let me see what you wrote. Okay. uh, You want me to Yeah, just point 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 it at my (laughs) mic. No. We're not using the chicken.
3: All right. Uh, So here we have this bit. Maybe you've configured it.
1: Simon's wearing glasses. (laughs) For the diamonds, we must search. Dave regrets adopting us. And Alvin hates the church. (laughs) This movie has a dog in it. (laughs) For some reason, it can't talk. And even though we sing and dance for the audience, it's a gawk. We could do. Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) Hey, don't you know that we're off to commit crime? (laughs) We'll have a darn good time, deceiving old lady. Let me change my patch. You changed my patch. Oh, I'm sorry, that was
3: me. <laughs> I, my apologies. I'm so sorry. I didn't Dale hit the keyboard. Oh. <laughs> I fucked it up.
1: I feel awful.
0: Where am I? Hang on. Neil, to... Neil, do you want some reverb on your vocals?
1: Sure. Yeah, give me a good one. Come on. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, hey, don't you know that Rock did it? So that's where we're.
1: Uh, deceiving an old lady so cool <laughs> she's just a rube and a fool <laughs> using our white privilege are we even white uh, <laughs> this keeps going <laughs> well you could say so by the way mocking cultures de- this does not fit no, this like, I, like I
3: said it doesn't always fit um, here's a good one from Kevin uh, he had or one this is a mess. This is. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, this is a good one. This is. Uh...
1: Chasing after Hitler. <laughs> across all, all of Europe. Stopping all his evil plans. We're going to beat him up. Because don't you know that we're fighting World War II? <laughs> we're fighting the Nazis. <laughs> bringing back, bringing back, <laughs> bringing back peace to Greece and France. V. v- day. Yeah, victory. To, uh, okay, the, yeah. Uh, uh,
3: uh, day or yeah. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do Kevin's last one in that. I think that's the oh.
1: bit. Hey, look, there's Lex Luthor <laughs> with kryptonite in hand, pi- oh. Oh, piloting a mech suit. He hates that Superman. <laughs> Don't you know that he wants to rule the world? He wants to be top dog. Racist towards all people. Uh, racist, racist to all people from space. <laughs> this sucks. Uh, <laughs> that was dance. Uh, it was, it was, uh, thanks. I uh, just read. Kevin's oh my mind. God! Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man cannot fly. Simpsons has been on too long and Rupert Murdoch lies. <laughs> I like that. Like a, I Jesus, it was a car. <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> it fits. So thank
3: you for playing Kevin and I. Thank you. Messages,
0: I, I, <laughs> I talked to Ryan and Dan over the last 48 hours, going, I'm going to do this to Neil. Is it okay? And they're both like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. They take blame for it. So, yeah, that's this part of the movie. They're flying around in a scene that's a recap rap. But instead of a recap rap during the credits, it's in the middle of the movie and it's like... A recap ballad. A recap ballad
2: as it's happening. (laughs) Because, again, the audience of this movie doesn't remember what happened 20 minutes ago. You have to... They're very young children.
1: (laughs) Shot a man in Rio (laughs) just (laughs) to to watch watch him die. die. (laughs) Stood there, hovering over him, as the life <laughs> just left <laughs> his, his eyes. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so off to see the world. I really like the montage, though. I, I, thought I, it was I think like, it's, it's a high water mark. It's yeah. a pitch perfect. It's just, uh, it's got that heartwarming quality. And as a kid, it's like when the movie starts to feel really big, like you're on a grand yes. adventure. Jim. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's as a, I believe you coined the term, coziness porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got a bit of that to it. <laughs>
3: I think at this point, after the montage, though, we go back to the pool. The pool, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You get to see a you get
1: to a lot of Klaus just trying to relax. Yeah, uh, trying to. He's got a bloody mary. He's got a bloody mary with a big old celery stick, and he and Sophie the dog are floating in the pool while while Claudia's taking care of business on the phone. Uh, I love Jamal get the best of her. Yeah, can't let Jamal and Klaus is just trying to get his 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 tan on. But he's fighting, bickering with this dog, and he he ends up like flying around the pool on an inflatable cushion, and then you see his taint. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, <laughs> it kind of fades out on his ass. <laughs> you see a lot of his body. You see a lot of a lot of lovingly animated uh, Claudia feet in this movie. Yes. <laughs> <Boo>.
0: <laughs> Listen, I just want to say we've done a, We've done our fair share of recapping movies. For video podcasts and audio podcasts, we have never been this belabored
1: to scene-by-scene recounting of a movie. I just don't want anyone to miss anything. (laughs) This movie, again, is on YouTube for free. Watch it right now.
3: And then come back and listen to this. Oh, wait, they were right. Yeah, we don't want to ruin it.
2: After another Claudia and Klaus interstitial to remind you, this is about smuggling diamonds. This is about delivering diamonds for cash. In chipmunk dolls available at Burger King and McDonald's, whichever one is the highest bidder, (laughs) we get to
1: Greece. Uh, Uh. (laughs) Ah. And This is where everyone kind of meets up. Dave happens to be there, the chipmunks and Alvin. And both goons. And the
3: the cop thugs. Yep. Wow. The police cops. Yep, police cops.
1: Neil.
2: (laughs) That's Interpol. Interpol. (laughs) and here's where we get to the catching moose and squirrel (laughs) you know what i actually i guess i have it in my notes and i know we need to get to the the goddamn song but yes and we will we will the one that can work as a music video outside of the whole movie to promote the movie right uh this story could just as easily nothing about this needs to be chipmunk's this could easily be Rocky and Bullwinkle. It actually works easier to have Boris and Natasha instead yeah. of creating new villains. It could be Tom and Jerry. It could be Garfield and Odie. It could be Sonic, Tails and Knuckles in a goddamn air balloon. I mean, it could be any IP of the 80s, 90s or today. Oh, really. It nothing about this. <laughs> we should be the ch- what what
0: what statute limitations on like copyright these days? Like what is it? Like a century? Do you <laughs> can like cuz like Winnie the Pooh and Yeah, yeah,
3: 100. It's a uh, I think it's 90 years? It's something arbitrary because it keeps getting pushed back. Right. It's not the creation of the work; it's the death of the author. So we're we, to be like sixty-four years away from when we can just like make a cartoon
0: with this exact same plot and hope no one's the wiser. I think
1: no. I think you're wrong on that because the I think the plot of this movie is it's a girls versus boys competition, and the chipmunks and the chipettes having that symmetry, uh, k- kind of makes the movie interesting. Mm-hmm. Because no, you're right. They're doing par- they're doing parallel journeys. I don't know. I, I can't uh, tell
0: if you're making a bit right now. <laughs> I'm not. Well,
1: I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying that I, I. I see why this plot felt right for them to make a Chipmunks Chipettes movie. Sure. Um, versus a, Go, a Garfield versus Odie <laughs> adventure. No, <laughs> that would be worse. I can safely say it's Garfield would
3: never also fight. I mean, he'd like pick a little like brawl with Odie, but he'd be on his team. They'd be like Garfield versus Normal. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. yeah.
1: Anyways, yeah. this so they're
0: they're in Athens, Greece.
1: Yes. They're yep. in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Theodore wants his couscous. This might have been the first time I heard about couscous. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> this this yeah. is probably the scene. This whole segment is when I had this on VHS is probably the one I watched the most. Totally. Probably what most people did. There's because a nice of the, the music video. Yeah, because the music video element of it, and like the song is fun. You know, it's animated really it's well. Rules. This is awesome. <laughs> like, there's a good. There's a 4K version of this out on YouTube. Go watch it. It's really this is good. the best animated yeah. part
0: of the movie. Like, yeah, enough modesty, Dan. This rules.
1: <laughs> yeah. Their competition comes to a head and they're like I bet we rock more than you No, we rock more than you and they go and have a rock off on like the ruins of Greece which is such like a the cool, Parthenon yeah Parthenon such a cool location to do this they have all these great paintings of like Medusa and all these, and yeah, Atlas all these sculptures and, and yeah.
2: things of well, ancient Greek art there's there's spotlights Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the music is diegetic. I'm guessing they can hear it too, because yeah. Dave can hear it in the background. He's
1: like, "That might be my boys." It can't be. <laughs> it ends with the music. It? it ends. Yeah, the the, oh, the, the music fading out with with Dave saying, "No, it can't be."
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I got I got to bring this up now, okay? Because uh, I I think Dave Seville's voice
0: might be slowed down. I think so. Or it's either that. That maybe it's, it's one of three things. It's either Dave Seville's voice is intentionally slowed down for juxtaposition against the other chipmunks, because it's all the same <laughs> actor, or it's lower-fidelity tape recordings from the mid-'80s and Dave Seville's voice being juxtaposed against the chipmunks and chipettes, which are all sped up, which gives it an artificial fidelity boost, mm-hmm. right? Because you're hearing like the tape played back faster and all that stuff. Or it's the voice. It's uh, the husband's name. Bagdasarian? Bagdasarian? Yeah, it, yeah it's him. Doing all the voice acting in one go, and he knows instinctively he has to talk slower when he's doing the chipmunks, yeah. and he just forgot
1: to <laughs> stop doing. I, that I like the time. idea. Yeah, he pitched it down to like fill daddy's shoes a little bit. I, like, I think that's mm, totally like
0: Zordon, and how Zordon sounds know, like a grown man going, "This is how an adult talks."
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm Dave Seville Ranger. <laughs> Bring me three chipmunks with attitude.
1: One ticket to showgirls, please. <laughs> Uh
3: well this scene has this scene has a great line so we're getting into the song the girls and the boys of rock and roll uh which is kevin you you, i didn't realize this i thought this was an original song i think a lot of people did oh hell no it's not it's a cover
0: yeah so this the the mtv moment of the movie arrives it's the part everyone remembers it's basically dead center of the movie if you chop off the credits it's exactly halfway through the movie it's like a tent pole in the middle this part's animated well And we got this great song called Girls of Rock and Roll. It's not called Girls and Boys of Rock and Roll. It's called Girls of Rock and Roll. Because the team behind this Little Engine That Could movie (laughs) was trying to license out good songs that hadn't been used yet. And it turns out that in the agreement they signed for Girls of Rock and Roll, they were told, hey, don't worry about it. The song hasn't been used anywhere.
4: Hmm.
0: Uh, Domestically. Uh, Internationally. The song Girls of Rock and Roll belonged to a film that came out a year prior called Malibu Bikini Shop which is exactly what it sounds like it's like some barely R-rated boob comedy about a bunch of dinks who run a <laughs> bikini shop in Malibu of course I I've watched one
1: for Malibu <laughs>
0: <laughs> I watched like 10 seconds of this movie And it's exactly what I thought it would be. I was just scrubbing through it that this movie is also on YouTube. Yeah,
2: I'm not a gambling man, but if you were to bet, like, uh, is Bill Maher, like, early in his career, a piece of shit in this movie? Like, oh, yeah, I bet. I bet $5 on that. It's, uh, there's,
4: like,
0: like,
1: (laughs) they couldn't afford him. The the song is, like, a beach interlude on that. I I mean, I assume the whole movie's (laughs) at, at the beach, but.
0: The original song, Girls of Rock and Roll, it's word for word the same song, except they in the alvin and the chipmunks version every other verse they take boys the word a, boys yeah. and throw it
2: in right and make it a verses.
0: Yeah. in fact it still works
2: works in the chipmunks film it's still a bop it still works first of all, can i just bring up the fact that this
1: is not a rock song at all no it's it is absolutely thank you Dan. well that's no, a, absolutely that's not of, a rock and roll song this is the state of rock in the 80s Correct I to what are you getting uh, at <laughs> <laughs> but no there is something like cool about hearing the Chipettes singing like we're living in a man's world like it's it, 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 That's the
0: best animation in the movie, frankly. Is absolutely. When Jeanette, not Janine, oh. is back to back with Ugh, Simonette. I'm- Eleanor yeah. S-
2: Eleanor Eleanor, and
0: they're like back. Like, so honestly like I don't know they must have brought in a choreographer to design some of this animation because the dance moves are kind of cool like, when know? they
1: just fade in and out oh yeah where it's that's like, a, yeah. really sick yeah. that's the best dance move yeah they, they do kind of a dance move against each other they, they slide away from each oh, other all but, six chickmunks. but the animation just flickers in and out for a second so they're, they're it's, gone for... it's that
2: weird CGI flashing from the Queen Misa video for uh, It's a Kind of Magic oh you know what I'm talking about or Freddie Mercury's the, a wizard or something, or, that, or Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Or Invisible Man. Yeah. <laughs> the scene is clearly where they put all their, their eggs in that basket. Like, it's animated better, it looks better. It's a promotion. You can cut
2: this as a music video to promote the rest of the
0: movie, 100%. Absolutely. And you got to remember, again, post-Black Cauldron, pre-Little Mermaid, this was a movie, an animated movie a lot of kids saw ad nauseum on cable TV. I don't know how well the VHS, uh, VHS tapes were moving, the show is clearly popular, but this, for a very specific age group, is kind of a classic animated moment. This specific scene, it does sort of buoy the whole movie up a letter grade, I think. It's that good. It does have the questionable... Panty shots. Panty shots. A that A lot um,
2: of little girl panties. It's, it's
0: weird. It's a similar problem to uh, Doug, The Simpsons, animated shows where you have children who have this amorphous age. Like, hey, Arnold sort of does this where it's like, oh, we're like 11 years old. But in some episodes, we might as well be 17. Other episodes, we might as well be seven. There's kind of this flexible maturity like Bart and Lisa go on dates and they're like eight years old right it's right? like Little
2: Mermaid 89 of like in some scenes Ariel's a teen like a preteen and some she's a teen and some she's 24 it it depends on what the scene calls for yeah. and animated characters do that and in this
0: movie they know the chipettes have to act a little more cool and I'm sorry 11 year olds aren't cool it's not like no. as Norm MacDonald wants point out no one wants to go out on the town on a Friday night to watch the junior dancers <laughs> from Star
1: Search <laughs> <laughs> hey I got an idea we'll go watch little kids dancing Yes. <laughs> it's, it's. i i would say at times they are kind of just like a, a chibi-ized version of a 80s pop star
2: a madonna it's cool. opera yeah, unique.
1: which it. is cool yeah. but it, it looks kind of weird sometimes because they're, yes. they're just little babies
0: especially against alvin simon and theodore who are in as ryan put it the
1: potato sex
0: yeah i just want to do a little uh, comparison between the tune in the movie sung by the chipmunks and the Chipets. sure uh, versus the Malibu bikini shop version so here's uh, here's the uh, the classic that won't get us flagged on YouTube because uh, this entire movie's on YouTube I'm just
4: getting up. I'm
0: for the city you can like picture it in your head right that's the 30 second preview we can do okay now here's the uh, the smudgy version <laughs> this song's got places to
1: be yeah it's a little bit faster
0: This song has the audacity to talk about misogyny. (laughs) While it's playing in the movie, Malibu Bikini Shop, it's just women in like G-strings shaking their asses for money.
5: Sensational! But listen, that was, uh, okay, that's a very nice band you got there.
0: But Cherie, before we let our audience vote on you, I'm sure they'd like to know just a little bit about you.
1: Am I right? Okay, what are your goals in life?
5: I don't know. Okay, good answer. Okay, let's hear for contestant number one,
3: Beautiful. Anyways, Malibu Bikini Shop. Don't look it up. Well, it's also interesting. Like they they did use this song again, the the Chipmunks franchise for an episode of Alvin and the Chipmunks, like yeah. a year or two later. Yeah, where they had like the Chipettes singing it, and it was it's, really? it's just the exact same. Like, they're using the exact same audio, but the, the animation's so much worse. Like, you can see the edge of the animation cells a lot of the time, too. It's it's it's, it's an, an episode it
0: that looks like a parody of the movie Big. Yep.
3: You know, a parody of a comedy movie. Always works. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Uh, so what's the rest of the movie?
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it is It is uh, really, like... We're, see, yeah, so the thugs yeah. try to get them. The kids escape in the balloons while still yelling at each other that they're the girls and boys of rock and roll. Dave yeah. is in the mix thinking... Questioning I, his sanity. Questioning his sanity, and then they go off to Egypt...
2: That where we're the in?
1: Egypt Is that um, nice? there's
2: pyramids there's a Sphinx it's presumably yeah so it's Egypt.
3: yeah well they go back the, in time too because it's like
2: it's 1980s <laughs> in the movie yeah but they treat Egypt
3: like it's like the Middle East the Middle East <laughs> <laughs> there might as well be King Arthur uh, yeah look
1: the further east they go the worse it gets um <laughs> yeah. we got some Middle Eastern cutthroats riding camels yeah uh they got you know uh,
2: harem outfits Yep. In 1987, Nancy Cartwright, Bart Simpson herself, is the sheik of the fake land, of the Shah of not Iran, of the the prince of Egypt. I couldn't,
1: watching this now, it totally clicked to me that that is just Bart Simpson doing a racist accent. Yeah, Uh, But like both voices are so ingrained in my childhood to realize that they're the same voice and it's really obvious was... Just bizarre. The same yep.
2: disappointingly Scientologist voice. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> good lord,
2: it's a good
3: attitude. So a weird thing about this scene is so like the girls go to Egypt and like we said, like the Marauders capture them. The preface to the scene though is Jamal, our inter, our, our chief of Interpol, yeah, is like call someone and we'll get the girls. And again, we think at this point I he's need a villain. Bigger, tougher men. I need yeah. bigger, tougher men. So he he gets <laughs> this prince of Egypt to kidnap the girls, and then the prince goes, "Hey, call Jamal." I'm not turning these girls over. I'm gonna marry one of them. Yep. In ten years. In ten years. In ten years. <laughs> I'm going to screw Britney in one decade. Which does like isn't that like some sort of human trafficking law and he's 100%. telling you, like, go tell
2: Interpol I'm human trafficking.
1: Like, the I'm deal's doing, off. I'm yeah. doing
2: Jamal a favor. he says I'm doing Jamal a favor. I owe him nothing.
1: I, yeah, I'm doesn't the king, make any sense. Prince. He, yeah. You know what? That's not Jamal's department. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to get those diamonds. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That sounds
2: like Jamal, place. you're getting called in front of your commanding office to go like, what did you do? Like- my conditions for
0: success
1: <laughs>
0: are to deliver these diamonds. <laughs> now, give me my purple
1: heart. You, you purple idiot, heart. Jamal. They're pop stars. <laughs> these aren't just any freak chick monkeys. <laughs> 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 These are the freaks. <laughs> he turns on MTV. Look at what they're playing in America.
3: It's them. Not the Chipettes, though. The Chipettes even said, like, we're not that popular.
1: Oh, oh no, they're garbage not yet. water. Not yet. No, they're <laughs> not yet.
3: So
2: now we get to, if I may, there's, I mean, the racist stuff is the worst part of this movie, yeah. followed shortly by the weird sexualization pervert of, perversion of which the Which racism girls.
0: and which sexualization are you talking about? Because there's like
2: four examples of it. It would take too long. Take your pick. But as, like I said, Sophie, the dog, is such a clear example that things got cut. There's too many animals in a movie about Six talking animals, and we get to this penguin. To, I mean, th- this movie, it, you could cut everything about this. Pe- I goddamn hate this penguin. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be, be 70 so, minutes. So, for some context, <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> so for context here, the girls have been captured by the Prince of Egypt. Yep. He's going to marry Brittany, Correct. who Brittany's like, I can't marry you. Unless you're rich. Like, you're rich, right? And like that's kind of fucked up. 80s Reagan. Yeah, 80s Reagan. Um, And then to give his bride-to-be in 10 years, he gives her a gift of a little baby penguin he stole from somewhere. He's been keeping in an igloo cooler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That does happen. (laughs) Uh, And then the girls plot their escape, and they have to get their diamond dolls back, which they don't know are diamond dolls, and they
2: go into a snake pit. Yeah, we need something smaller and squeakier than a fucking chipmunk. (laughs) (laughs) That has a little thing like, oh, it it can't talk and it really can't do anything or help anyone, but it does tug emotional heartstrings by having a little uh, amulet, charm, what have you, just to show that its parents have it's been ripped from parents. That's all we know about it is it's it's going to die and it's been ripped from parents. So
0: how so they need to escape Uh, the harem they're in. We're gonna get lucky with some snakes. Good lord! The girls hatch a plan. What's their plan?
2: Other than snake fucking, it appears. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, this song, we kind of get close. Get to lucky that.
2: with you while they're get dancing lucky. with the snakes.
1: <laughs> it's kind of just like a shitty '80s Elvis yep. song um, with
0: extremely phallic poses.
1: Yes. I'm sorry. At least the prince doesn't come back. That's, yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you never gone. see him again. You don't. Yeah, you just see the chipmunks. You Chit just see the snakes. And... It's like, well, she defeats his snakes, I
3: guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, by grabbing them in a weird manner, putting them towards their mouth, and being in Harriman outfits. Yes.
1: Uh, I thought it was like they were singing into microphones, right?
2: Sure. Whatever. Sure.
1: You know what? We can finish uh, the, talking about this scene now, I guess, or the movie. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, as like the moment you're relieved, the scene is over. We get to the the island of, of natives that uh, that Alvin and the gang yeah. land on. Over in
0: this corner of the movie, Ernest goes
2: to Africa. Is yeah. Happening. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it's... No, kids
2: understand the kids don't understand that this racism in 1987, but kids understand the beginning of the first Indiana Jones movie. Um, and yeah, the these, Ewoks. It's yep, it's, it's... exactly.
0: Yes, as a child, I absolutely thought something was off about this scene. Yeah, they're... I absolutely noticed. Like this is weird. It looks weird. These characters are acting like.
1: They're just ape monsters. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're
3: doing like the Tasmanian Devil or a Flea in the Wild Thornberries. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> totally. <It's going> <laughs> and that's like their language. And Simon's like, I can translate this. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Using my
2: glasses, I can hear what they're saying.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's better than um, Alvin trying to negotiate with them like he's talking to Native oh. Americans. He says "wampum" at some point. He says "wampum." Keep, keep them big. Don't uh, they?
0: Don't they do t-shirts. two jokes? They do like the same joke twice in like five minutes, where Alvin says something with confidence, and it just jump cuts to him about to be eaten. Yeah. Like it's in two different
2: scenes. Yep, it's kind of funny the first time. <laughs> yeah, these natives have bones going through their noses. They're googa uga booga cavemen. It's but they're also really... not
3: because they they know music. Because yeah. they ask for a certain song to be sung later. Bully Bully by yeah. uh, Sam
1: Sam the Sham, whatever his you name is. You know, was. maybe yeah. the
0: evidence is right here. Maybe Alvin and the chipmunks aren't so popular after all. Oh. Mm. And, you know, let's play devil's advocate here. Maybe there are cannibals out there with bones <laughs> through their nose that would eat singing chipmunks. <laughs> With times,
1: <laughs> well, they, they, don't want them, no. they want to eat them. Now they want to. You suppose. just know
0: there's someone who's going to argue that.
1: Not cannibals. They're they're, uh, they're volcano the worshippers. Are going to sacrifice them. They're like omnivores. In... The Prince
2: of Palendi. Yeah,
1: yep. it's like Joe, Is it Vers- Joe versus the, uh, Joe versus the volcano. Anyone yep. seen that movie? Oh, yep totally Anyone just nice. watched it like yeah. a month ago? Yeah, <laughs> it's got Abe Vigoda as the island chief.
2: Oh, man. drinks <laughs> orange soda.
3: Yeah.
1: Yep. Great. Good stuff. The '80s
2: are a different time. The folks at home, but yeah, we have. It, it, they've made one of them their king because these ignorant people are ignorant and that's what defines their goo goo gaga nonsense
3: well then we cut away from the boys who have been captured by these racist characters who kind of remind me of like the the when they were the cleveland indians like chief that's what they, i think of when i see them mm-hmm. we cut to what ryan was talking to earlier back to the penguin plot so the girls escape Um, Eleanor, the, the Theodore Chippet is not part of the previous dance scene. We're not going to talk about, which I think is also a little weird. Yep. Uh, and it makes the
0: girls of rock and roll look like a Sunday school. Yeah, cartoon. right. <laughs>
2: and so we go to Antarctica.
3: Is that which is on their their stop? No, that's it? not that's not part of their stops because really? the, the Claudia gets a call.
2: fucking pissed. Brittany <laughs> grows as a woman
3: and decides a penguin's worth more than yes. her a hundred thousand dollars. But they get followed there. They get followed there by yes, the, the goons. They okay. do yes, because Claudia's like, well, that can't be. Go chase him down and kill him.
1: Jesus. Wait, <laughs> I I thought this was Jamal's guys.
3: No, no, these are Claudia's guys now. Because they get her in the helicopter. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I and then Harry and
0: Lloyd go to Aspen, <laughs> and it turns out the girl's a cop. Well, they it's drop they drop
2: the penguin off. The
0: comedies have this plot? like You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, yep. uh,
2: yeah. Sorry. So it turns out the penguin is reunited with its parents. And honestly, if we were to like, time stamp the moment we meet the penguin and reunited, it's not that long. It's long <laughs> enough to go to the bathroom. Yep. And they do this whole sad sentiment, another heartfelt, sen- heartfelt sentimental song within a not very long movie about how they miss their mother, even though they <laughs> have a t- mother. Yeah, it's Miss it's, Miller, sort of. It's too sentimental.
1: Zappy.
3: It's two when you need one.
1: It's unearned. It's but it, I mean, it is a very sad song. It also it feels yeah, vaguely. I'll give, it that. I'll give it that. It is
3: sad. It also feels like vaguely Christian. A little bit like <laughs> I, a mother's duty is uh, to like take care of her kid and make him grow. Right? Oh, and that's fucking Reagan. parents. It.
1: That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Can we just say the movie ends? No. uh, They go to the airport. It keeps
1: going. Hang hang
0: on. I want to get to Ryan's quiz.
1: Okay. All right. So we did the the woolly bully. Get to woolly bully. Yeah. Woolly bully saves the children from the horrible natives. Of, where are they? South America. South America, because yeah, it's supposed to be—it's supposed
3: to be, supposed to be a, a send-up to when they're playing the video game. It's like you have to cut through South America. Yeah, it's like yeah. I know what I'm doing, and he doesn't. And, and he they yep, show the little
1: it. little cart, like the little sprites throwing little sprites, spears. Throw yeah. spears.
0: eagle-eyed children are rewarded.
2: Yes, again, foreshadowing <laughs> for children who still wet the bed and need to be told around the world several yep. times. We see because Claude- they can't yeah. remember shit. Foreshadowing for children who don't know what that word means yet. Yeah. Uh and yep like in the uh the car Video game. There's an alligator bites the thing, and there's alligators that are about to eat them in the volcano. You're right. I also was thinking it's a volcano, and yet there's alligators in it. Nothing matters. It's a godless land. <laughs> you know what? It's also a really <laughs> weird. Game.
0: You know what? I'd give this scene a pass if, when the alligators chomping at Alvin and Alvin's
3: tied up, if he looked back at Simon and went,
2: "Hey, this is kind of like the video game."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we. There's a do. weird
3: <laughs> bit during all of this too, with like the ch- the the tribal chief keeps setting himself on fire and his number two keeps putting him out. He's yeah. like Prometheus. They're just <laughs>
2: stupid. They're defined by their stupidity. You're right. That's there. probably it. Yeah. They're like
1: chewing on rocks. Okay. Yeah. So, so the chip bats save them. So they're all in one balloon By happenstance. Yeah. 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 They just happen to be on this island mm-hmm. or whatever. South America. It's an entire continent. That one's
2: Theodore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, here we
1: go. <laughs>
2: Jeanette points and says that.
1: <laughs> um, they rescue them. We see Claudia's feet. We see Klaus's very short bathrobe. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, again, <laughs> Remember, oh yeah. Claudia gets no, 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 mad, and no.
3: she has like the hellfire scene from Notre Dame. Oh, oh yeah. it fades yeah. out
1: on her eyes, just her oh, eyes. I love, I love that. Oh, I absolutely so good. Love that. It takes so long to fade. Klaus out. and
2: Claudia are too good for this movie. Movies now, take money to make. I keep telling you. Now people. again, we establish. We do establish to- now towards the end of our interstitial. Like, I love the fact that Klaus and Claudia again, they are brother and sister, and they she wakes Klaus up from his bedroom. Um, so they have separate bedrooms. But yeah, the energy these two give off is, is very Targaryen. Is very like... Mm, there are memes about this. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> they're fucking, but they're hate-fucking.
3: Yes.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> and so it's very complicated. <laughs>
0: it's, it's evil and
1: cost-effective. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so they're back... Uh... <laughs> back to North America. <laughs>
2: hit, hit by a
3: plane. All,
1: that's yeah. good. With, in, oh, Dave's in the plane. Oh, that I, couldn't this, be. I love this shot where yes. it's like they're they're screaming, they're flying around, it's they're getting sucked Pixar into the jet movie. engine. Then it cuts to very quiet inside the jet. Dave is reading a magazine and in the background you just hear a little like <laughs> <laughs> of the basket. Dan has been
0: asking me to After Effects this for like a month now. Like, can you please make them just eat it? And is like <laughs> and then play the credits. It's the movie um, could end right there. No, we wouldn't get Shut Up, Alvin, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway, they're back on solid ground. They, they have a great one last really good song, a great chase scene song called The Diamond Dolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm um i yeah, like this, feels this song like, like the
2: end of a magnum pi episode of
1: like yeah dude,
2: <laughs> bad guys are chasing good guys <laughs> yeah. chasing bad guys we're on the run it's like not a di- high it's,
1: energy. We, we, it's we, a non-diegetic song it's just yep. part of the soundtrack but we, they're singing we missed it. a bit here though where the
3: the chipettes figure out they're on a diamond smuggling ring oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: the plot well that
3: You're goes into right. the scene where now they face klaus and claudia to be like we're not doing this anymore and like we're gonna yep. kill you and like oh shit we
1: gotta run yeah 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 um, they chase them. And there's a bunch of, you know. Uh, Your
0: animation's not as good as the rest of the movie. No. <laughs> no, nah. <Yeah, you> gotta... <laughs> nah, it's not.
1: They, they kidnap
3: the kids by tricking them to think they have Miss Miller. Not uh, Miss Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes Miss
2: Miller going the wrong way down the highway. Oh, yeah. Dave meets up with Jamal. We found it. Uh,
0: Jamal, Finally. <laughs> the Dave. Interpol policeman. All the players are on the board. My I friends. know.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> get a bit of a. Oh, um, did we miss? Oh, this was earlier, but Miss Miller singing in the kitchen. Doing some very sexy dancing. Yes, that's the
3: word I'd use. That always disturbed me as a kid.
1: It's great, though. That's when I I fell in love with Miss Miller. She's great. She is great, and she's singing the Witch Doctor song. That's Mm -hmm. right.
0: Good screenwriting.
1: (laughs) She gets on the highway in her pink Cadillac, um, and... uh, She's a bad driver. That's the joke. And
3: she goes in the wrong way on an on-ramp and hits Klaus and Claudia and yeah, saves and uh, saves the day because yep. Jamal got stuck in traffic. I
1: love it. Their, their car gets totally wrecked. Hers is fine, except her rear view window just kind of. I remember the I like Joker that joke when I was a kid. Just breaks off and then she throws a fit.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: So the kids get rescued by the cops and Miss Miller. They all Jamal, get back in the yep. car. Dave doesn't get a moment's peace. <laughs> and that's when Miss Miller says, shut
0: up, Alvin. And- yeah. <laughs> I got it queued up here. Let's listen to... It's somewhere around here. Hold on. But Dave, they promised us on
5: $100,000. Not now, Alvin.
4: But they've got $5
5: million in
1: diamonds. Don't we get anything? Alvin! But we just cracked a you smuggling
4: Shut up, Alvin. Shut up, Alvin.
3: It's a real
2: angry (laughs) chef. Well, she was just in a car accident. Hey, you know, Alvin, this is all your fault. Want to make that? I mean, Klaus and Claudia were already criminals. And Brittany, you, and Brittany. yeah, it is because they're still like, arguing
3: about who won the race after all of this ordeal. Like, so do we get the hundred k or like not? No, no, <laughs> they're playing catch up to date because Dave does not know
2: what's been going on.
3: Dave, so he's, he's so indifferent. He's so I love the shot of him.
0: It's like the penultimate shot of the movie where he's just rubbing his forehead as Alvin in the back seat's just like like jazz Jack Crabbit trying to get him.
1: I don't know, Alvin. You're going on Star Search next week. We need to. (laughs) (laughs) you think he (laughs) got that (laughs) record deal for europe (laughs) i totally missed that he was on a business trip that whole time because they play it like a a vacation yeah he's going to different
2: specifically saying regarding the music industry but let's you know that dan that's a better story that makes sense they
0: must be Mm -hmm. a cut scene or two i would love to see cartoon dave seville Trying his best to be Don Draper, about like, so there are three of these chipmunks
3: <laughs> doing
0: blow in Italy. You can have them sing any cheap ass song
2: you want. It's called a carousel, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he just
3: crystal meth in France.
2: <laughs> so, uh, any Theodore's passed out in the bathtub, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Simon
3: has he... got pants.
2: <laughs> so we <sighs> we build up to our final Alvin and. Alvin! Here we go again. Yep, credits rolled, delightful music.
1: The blue credits. Yeah, Yeah, like... I movie, yeah, talk <laughs> yeah, talk about money ran. Talk about money ran out, man. I, I, well, no, I mean well, th- th- that doesn't make sense. They're just normal credits, but they have blue instead of black. They look cheap. Just black background. I always liked it as a kid. I always thought it was something a little fancy. Mm. It makes the movie look a little different. Fancy, fancy, <laughs> me, yeah, fancy, yeah. fancy. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it looks like an, the FBI warning. It looks like, dude, this is cheaper. Like, oh. it definitely
0: right. looks like a beta video bed credit sequence.
2: You're right. It's eye popping. It's not what a kids used to seeing but uh, just black background white text don't yeah it look it looks like the fbi warning or the end of a tape it looks it looks cheaper
1: i don't know know, like nickelodeon had orange tapes alan chipmunk had blue credits makes sense to me you
0: can (laughs) practically hear like you ever put a vhs tape in as a kid and you'd hear like that little like that little like mm -hmm. phone dial this looks the way that sounds
1: okay yeah i I get (laughs) what you mean it's a very like av blue right yeah totally
0: oh my nephew can do the credit sequence don't worry about it ross (laughs) Everyone's accredited down to a masseuse that yep, worked on the, the movie. The chipmunk masseuse. Right? Literally. Everyone is given proper accreditation. Even Sandra. Even Sandra. Doesn't, Even Sandra. And, you know, watching the credits at the end of this movie, there's not a lot of people, right? Yeah. This movie was a guerrilla feature animated film that wasn't made by Disney, wasn't made by Viacom, wasn't made by Fox, wasn't made by Warner Brothers, so I kind of can't completely hate this movie. I kind of root for it a little bit. Sure, sure. It's a bad movie. The edges were not sanded off, even for 1987. Yeah. There was no real committee think on this. I'm sure there were test groups and the script was handed to friends who had worked on other feature films. And yeah, there were some big animators that worked on it.
1: Glenn uh, Glen Keane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I-, I saw Danny Antonucci, who created Ed Ed and Eddie, worked on this movie.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow. Huh, that's awesome. As an assistant animator. That makes
2: sense. That- yeah, this movie wishes it had Don Bluth but ain't no Don Bluth. I'm Blue not just knight. trying to like yeah. say face with
0: like say, something no, no, positive. I, and I, I do kind of like I have agree. a soft spot for this movie. I
1: have no, I have a soft spot for all the like Disney alternative stuff, like mm-hmm. uh Brave Little Toaster, yeah, Swan
3: Princess. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, we used to watch Swan Princess a lot, heavy metal, uh, you know, or like yeah, the Don Bluth stuff, <laughs> heavy metal, <laughs> <Rock-a-doodle>. uh, <laughs> wizards, <laughs> Ralph, uh, Bach, yeah. <laughs> Fritz <laughs> the Cat, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, give this movie a letter grade.
2: All right, you know, in light... A.
1: Alvin. Alvin. <laughs> <Albert. laughs> <Albert. laughs> uh, Can we plug in the, the chip mic again? Works and
2: all, it. I'm going to give... All right, for a brand new audience watching it today, which is not going to happen, um, <laughs> and even kids who grew up watching the Jason Lee uh, chipmunk CGI films and the squeakles and what have you... Oh, those aren't real chipmunks. <laughs> those are oh, no. Even they're too old to go, but the, you need to have been... You need to be in your mid to late thirties. You need to have been growing up. You need this had to have been on television '87. Otherwise, there's no point to revisit it. Even if you're a Chipmunks fan, and if you are revisiting it, if '87 is a part of your childhood, B minus. Wow, that's generous. I thought you were gonna go like D plus. I like yeah. I, again, I'm not gonna go like the community meme of like I can excuse racism. Like we're not excusing <laughs> racism, or the creepy pervy se- warts and all B minus. And it's blissfully, thankfully, over
1: so quickly. <laughs> That's, yeah, That that is something that I... yeah Brevity's I, a strength here. Yeah, yeah. it mm-hmm. is a short movie, but it feels like a complete movie because they go around the world. Yeah. Why are
0: you clapping? It's not three
2: fucking hours. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like this podcast is yeah. coming. <laughs> oh,
3: boy.
2: Uh... 70-something minutes. Yeah. Right, I'm so looking... my letter grade, to, yeah, B yeah. minus. Uh, yeah. yeah, to wrap it up before next segment. Uh, gentlemen, do we want to give some letter grades as well, or... Uh, Do we agree with my B minus? No, uh, okay. no,
3: yeah, th- three out of C. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I give it, I give it a C minus. It's an emotional curve I'm grading it on. And uh, girls of rock and roll, oh yeah, ignorance mm. is bliss, but it is a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I, yeah. Is kind of funny
1: I think style. i i think i agree with you it, it has high nostalgia value it's just it's cursed as i said it's,
3: yeah. it's a fairly cursed movie yeah don't touch it <laughs> <laughs> and now that you've listened to this and you've watched this you have to pass it along to some five other friends yes
1: yeah, yeah. actually yeah it's on youtube just send the just drop the link in your discord group chat
2: or the, the langoliers will get you like we talk about the langoliers
3: <laughs>
0: Neil, yeah, you made me plug the microphone back in so we could do chipmunk voices. Why?
1: Oh, I don't know. I just I, I felt like it was getting underused, right? Does anyone have anything they want to say in a funny voice? I thought voice? you were
0: anti-chipmunk uh, microphone. No, right? absolutely not.
5: You have to let me go to sleep, Dave. I can't work this late. There are laws.
1: Alright, you say something. <laughs> Our Father, who
5: art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Ah! Fuel can't melt steel, Dave. You Alvin! need to do your own research. Dave, did you hear? Miss Miller died from a heart attack, but I know she was vaccinated, so it could have been- Alvin!
1: Sounds like the Thank jab you. to me. <laughs>
0: oh hey, Kevin we got
2: through this movie we did why does it feel like
0: we've been putting this off for years does anyone else have that subconscious thing about this movie like we should have done something about this movie no, we should have
1: done something I, about I mean I yeah I did the edit of it a long time ago I I don't I mean it's never come up we we I don't recall talking about this movie with you guys much but as soon as you mentioned it Dan we were all just like yeah that's one of our that's one of our, mo- that's in all of our DNA for some reason. <laughs> it's a
2: formative film. Yep. It was on a lot and I was not paying attention. Well,
0: there was, there was a period of time, maybe 10 years ago, we were still in like the phase of our creative output where we wanted to make a lot of new kids in the rock stuff. And we were trying to figure out the next thing. We hadn't done computer fighters yet. And I remember texting Neil a few times, like, do you think we should do the next new kids on the rock episode? Should the opening be a parody of the Avenue and the chipmunks opening? Cause that song's great. And mm-hmm. there are three of us. Maybe it would map. Well, and you were like, "Yeah, that could be fun," but what's the joke exactly? I'm like, I don't know, I got nothing. Like that was it. That was the end of the conversation. We never reapproached doing an album of the Chipmunks parody.
1: I think we should do like a globe-trotting adventure, though, <laughs> like a diamond smuggling thing. I think that would be it's very
2: specific, Neil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that would suit us. It'd be fun to. Who would uh, be? Who well, would here be your we are in China. <laughs>
0: Who be our female? Co- 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 uh, we had this. We yeah, we did had actually talk about uh, doing epi- a rock off episode of New Kids in the Rock. We were gonna have th- our three counterparts. It was gonna be Emmy, Alora, and Ryan in drag as Ryan. <laughs> and that was the best joke we could come up with. Yeah. <laughs> this is like 2007. Give well, us- that
3: kind of also like works on a meta level since Theodore was voiced by uh, what the director she, she Janice, Janice Carmen. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janice, Janice. she wasn't. Yes, yeah, Theodore wasn't voiced by. Uh, Bags Gadarian <laughs>
0: by Mr. Robert Car- Kardashian. Robert <laughs> First of his name. Oh, oh, Jesus. Let's get away from this movie. Ryan, you have a quiz, right? I do have a quiz. Does it have anything to do with the chipmunks? Some of it does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'll be real great. All right. We are going to do classic quiz style. I'm gonna step Dan as our guest. I'll start with Dan and then move my way counterclockwise to Neil to Kevin. I'm not doing the quiz because I'm reading the quiz. So we don't we don't need to go to that website? Nope. Okay. We're just doing it. Yep. Now can anyone see my laptop? So no so what's the laptop. quiz about? Uh, a couple of things. Okay. A couple of things. Let's get to it then. Alright, question number one, starting with Dan and it's Multiple Choice. What year did Ross Bagdasarian create the Chipmunks? 1958, 1962, 1963, or 1960?
3: 1960.
2: Uh, A 1958. Bingo! Dan got it. Neil, question number two is to you. Okay. Neil, what brand of Klaus's socks get ripped <laughs> by Sophie while he was playing with her? Are Klaus's socks, because he says, he says the brand in the film, yep. are they Louis Vuitton? Are they Pierre Cardin? Are they Dolce & Gabbana or are they Balenciaga?
1: <laughs> They're B.
2: Yes, ding, 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 Pierre Cardin.
1: I, I remember that because I, when I heard him say it, I was like, is that something I recognize? Is that a real brand?
2: I looked them up because uh, I knew nothing about this brand. They are available for six packs pretty cheap at Walmart. <laughs> this brand has really gone downhill. <laughs>
1: They were really (laughs) resting their advertising budget on being in this movie. It'd be funny if the packaging had Klaus on it. (laughs) Like, you don't become a millionaire... (laughs)
3: <laughs> Don't become a millionaire by buying fancy socks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save somewhere. Come on, it's all the packaging. <laughs> all right,
2: Ryan, give me the. I'm gonna get this wrong. Let's go for it. Question number three. Yeah. Question number three goes to Kevin. Yep. Some of the artwork stolen from Boston's own Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum can be seen in Mox Castle from Rock and Rule, Klaus and Claudia's Estate from The Chipmunk Adventure. Mr. Burns' Mansion, from The Simpsons, or Richie Rich's Mansion, from Richie Rich. It's Mr. Burns' Mansion. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I knew you that. You got yeah, it, yeah. yes. Although all of those cartoon locations are owned by real shit heels. Uh yes, <laughs> real artwork, actual lost work that's never been recovered, can be seen in the background of Mr. Burns' Mansion.
1: After it was stolen, I assume. Yes. That's a very yes, sensitive joke. I'd be kind of creeped out if Klaus and... It's too that. smart of a <laughs> yeah.
0: joke for... Sorry, the Chipmunk's <laughs> Adventure. Well, Why?
1: it's also like it hadn't been stolen
2: yet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that too. Smithers. <Some>
2: <laughs> All right, back to everyone's do it. Yeah, 100% across the board, 100%. No studying. Question number four, back to Dan. What is the real name of the horse who portrayed Pi Mai on The Sopranos? The horse, yes. Killed by, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Cypher. He's the uh, guy. Joey and- Pants. Thank Joey Pantiliano. Yep. Yeah, That's him. He kills him, then Tony Soprano kills him. The late, great James Gandolfini has died in real life, but the horse who played Pio Mai is still alive. What is Pio Mai's real name? Goldie? Sonny Leon? Brad Cox? Or Always
3: Dreamin'? Uh, it's Always Dreamin'.
2: No. Is it Sonny Leon? Not. No, it is not. Is it A? It's A. Uh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Goldie. All Goldie is the real name of the horse Pio oh Mai. I do not know why. It must be a legal thing in regard to horse racing and gambling. And the other three, I did barely homework, Sonny Leon, <laughs> Brad Cox, and Always Dreamin' are Kentucky Derby winners. I thought
0: it was going to be like Theodore.
2: <laughs> Dave. <laughs> nope, that one's out of line. Calvin! I didn't do it. <laughs> All right. Sub it in later. Neil, mm. question number five. What was the best-selling single of 1987, the year that The Chipmunk Adventure came out? Oh, I know this one. A, I Wanna Dance With Somebody by Whitney Houston. B, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. C, It's a Sin by the Pet Shop Boys. Or D, La Bamba by Richie Valens. A. I'm afraid not. I Wanna Dance With Somebody was a pretty big single. In 1987, but was not number one. Was it La Bamba? No, it was not. It was, in fact, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. No, that's The kind number of... one best-selling single of the year 1987. Good I... for him. <laughs> Interesting.
1: I didn't I didn't know that. I always thought it was just kind of... I thought it got bigger. <laughs> <in> a, <laughs> no. our, uh, yeah. You thought it yep. festered. Yeah.
2: Best-selling single. Number no, six. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Which of these punk songs is not... Featured on the 1972 album Chipmunk Punk. 72? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Crazy. London That's Calling. That's before the punk. No, hang on. Well, All right, go on. We have proto punk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, which of these is not on the 72 album Chipmunk Punk? Okay. London Calling, mm-hmm. Blitzkrieg Bop, mm-hmm. I Wanna Be Sedated, or God Save the Queen?
0: This is gonna be one of those chronological things, right?
1: Is it? I, hang on, I I think you got the year wrong. I think it's got to be '82.
2: I don't know about that. Get in the comments, correct this. <laughs> again, which of these punk songs is not on the album Chipmunk Punk? I, I like want to be is- sedated. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I was gonna say. I feel like it's an
3: obvious answer here. So
2: <laughs> is "God Save the Queen" is not on the album. "Blitzkrieg Bop" is not on the album. And "London Calling" is not not one goddamn punk song is on the album Chipmunk Punk. Not one. Wait, so, so, those, so the, He could have all... answered anything. It
0: is 1980. It
2: is
3: 1980.
2: Okay, oh. he But he could have answered anything not... and got the point. Yep. Okay. They're all right. For... Well, hang on. That gives him a lead. <laughs> this works funnier when it's a kahoot. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. Good job>. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven.
0: I'm going to use that to get out of trouble <laughs> sometime. <laughs> all
2: right. Number seven, Dan. Which studio did Bog- Bogdasarian Productions sue in 2010 regarding the previous year's mega hit, the Squeakle, Paramount Studios, Disney Studios, Sony Pictures Studios, or 20th Century Fox Studios?
3: Um, I mean, I'm playing under protest at this point, uh, but uh Paramount.
2: Afraid not. Sony, was it? Nope. It's Fox. It Fox? Fox? Oh, 20, right. Yeah. Yep. In 2009, The Squeakle came out. In 2010, those Bogdasarians, quite the litigious crew, they sued. 20th Century Fox. I only
0: know that because a bunch of the direct vhs movies from, like, the late 90s were
2: all Fox. Oh, yeah. All right, Neil, number eight, but this, I think you know, and I didn't know how well... You might get two in a row here because this is kind of a cop-out. Because we actually... All Because actually, right. Okay. Which song was Ross Bogdesarian's first number one Billboard hit single? The Purple People Eater, Witch Doctor, Monster Mash, or The
1: Thing? Uh, the Witch Doctor, Bingo. Yeah.
2: They're all novelty songs. They're all from the '50s, '60s. But yeah, it's pretty clearly, yeah, rock before the Chipmunks, his first big single was the objectively racist Witch Doctor.
1: Ooh, ee ooh, ah,
2: ah. All right, number nine, Kevin. As each Chipmunk full of diamonds weighs about a half a pound. <laughs> yeah. How much is each Chipmunk full of diamonds worth in the year two thousand twenty-three? So the question being, how much is a half a pound of raw diamonds worth on the open market today? A <laughs> hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Nine million eight hundred thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars, a hundred forty thousand dollars, or twenty one million. How much is a half a pound of raw? You can't even the
1: values in a linear fashion. Uncut okay. diamonds, uncut gems,
2: as it were, as, it, as they may w- be. What was C? What was C? 9.8 million, 600,000, 140,000, and 21 million. I'm going to say
0: C because it's closest to 100,000. No,
2: see, that would be funnier <laughs> because $100,000. Yes. No, it turns out uh, half a pound of diamonds today is about 21 million. Damn. Damn. Wow. So if you got diamonds, you got diamonds. I mean, if you microwave
0: them, they let you travel through time. That's why <laughs> diamonds are worth so much
2: money. <laughs> All right, Dan, what. That from the Chipmunks franchise, Dave. Dave? <laughs> what is Dave's ex-girlfriend's name? Normal. Sophie Gardner, Natalie Barnes, <laughs> Penelope Watson, or Claire Wilson? Is this in the show? Yes, it is. It's in apparently more than one iteration. Is it on the records? I, would, I don't know. That I don't know.
3: Was one of them a reference to Natalie Woods? Is, no. is, did Dave
2: Seville kill Natalie Woods? Sophie Gardner. Okay. Natalie Barnes. Natalie Barnes. Okay. Penelope Wat, Wat Penelope Watson or Claire Wilson. There's no context to figure this out.
3: No, nope. right. She ain't in the movie either. I'm gonna I guess. go with I'm gonna go with the Natalie Woods analog, Natalie Barnes.
2: No, nah, Natalie <coughs> Barnes is a name I just made up. Mm. It is a pair in, in universe, it is Claire Wilson. I was gonna say that. And absolutely no way you back for the joke. It actually took me a little while last night trying to come up with names that sounded like a cartoon.
0: So Dave canonically has an ex girlfriend. He does. Not yeah. like a prospective girlfriend, an ex girlfriend. He talks wow. about Was her she a in the lot. live
2: action movie? <laughs> uh she might be. Okay. But I, I would assume they have a new love interest for Dave, not an... Yeah, she might be like that just really unpleasant ex who comes in like, oh, rats! Or, you know, tries to sweep them up or a vacuum. <laughs> stomps or, on know. Theodore. Yeah, stomps. They have to get a new Theodore. All right, Neil, number 11. All right. According to IMDb, a credible source. Yeah, never wrong. What is the highest rated animated film of 1987? The Chipmunk Adventure. The Care Bears Adventure in Wonderland. The Brave Little Toaster or the Jetsons meet the
1: Flintstones? Holy shit, what a good year! (laughs) Highest rated, uh, Brave Little Toaster. No, what? Wow. Is Is it it the fucking Flintstones? No, no, it is not. It is not the Jetsons. Oh, the (laughs) (laughs) the Care (laughs) Bears. It's the Chipmunk
2: Adventure. (laughs) It's (laughs) the Chipmunk. How is that higher
3: rated than the Brave Little Toaster? Did you like make yeah. some bots before this? And, no. Like, <laughs> I
0: Listen, brand loyalty and brand association go a long way. <laughs> uh, I guess. And what a dumpster fire of a <laughs> yeah. year! Yeah. Brave
2: little toaster had at least John Levitts. Yeah. Yeah. As the radio. All right, Kevin, for number twelve, because I'm I'm going to tell you all number thirteen. But again, if it's not a cahoot, it really doesn't land. <laughs> number twelve. So yeah. arguably the final, the final real question. Yeah. What has Jane Carmen done other than Chipmunk's projects? 1975, Switchblade Sisters. 1979, Silent Victory, The Kitty O'Neil Story. In Organic, We Trust, 2012. Wham, bam, thank you, Spaceman, from 1975. I see. Correct. In Organic, We Trust, in the year 2012. She also did Switchblade Sister Silent Victory and Wham, bam, Thank you Spaceman. It's another one we're all for all right.
0: I believe that directing this movie was entirely thrust upon her by her
2: husband. I would believe that 100%. For some reason he didn't direct it, even though he owns the IP, but he was like, oh, you're the only one who can do this. And number 13 available open to all of all y'all. Oh. True or false? That stupid piece of shit penguin is the worst part
1: of this movie. Mm, interesting question.
5: False. false. Oh,
2: no, it's true, everyone. <laughs> it's not <laughs> true. What are you talking
1: about? God, Ryan, the, that... pe- the penguin is a welcome reprieve. Oh yeah. Not in this house it ain't. Guys, guys. <laughs> the facts don't lie. He's right. <laughs> no, it's 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 the only non-racist non-sexual thing no, in no. the last Neil, half Neil, when it's your
3: turn to do
1: a quiz. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: to be fair, when I was watching with Kevin, I said, if penguins could think, would they think this depiction of them is racist? <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and everyone listening at home, that is my quiz for today's Chipmunk's podcast. That was rig-
1: That was rigged. <laughs> <You> gave Kevin <laughs> Give Kevin two questions he couldn't get wrong. That's correct. So, so who won? Me. Kevin. Clearly. Yay.
0: <laughs> All right. L- uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're not really. And then we're going to come back with questions from patrons.
4: It'll be real great.
0: Every episode of Guaranteed Audio, we bitch and moan about Chipmunks movies and take questions from patrons. Over at GuaranteedVideo.com, I am over-caffeinated. The first question we have this episode is from Brandon Denise. Brandon asks, can a cat vote?
1: Think hard. (laughs) Don't get it wrong. (laughs) False. (laughs) Um,
0: There's nothing in the rule book that says a cat can't vote.
1: That's true. I would say as as roommates, they can vote on matters um, of the house. I don't think you can bring a cat into a, a voting station, but a cat can technically vote. Uh um, you know, with its claws and stuff.
3: Is this like a is this like a gotcha where like he's gonna get into the comments and go, Well, did you know that someone registered their cat to vote and they voted in the 2020 yeah. election and that's where some yeah. of that came from? <laughs> that's a sideshow Bob became
0: governor. <laughs> uh Aaron Quest asks us, what musical artists do you think the chipmunks would listen to?
1: Michael Jackson. Michael
0: Jackson. Yeah, yeah a
2: lot of Michael Jackson. Beastie boys. Alvin's a BC Boys guy, I bet. I bet Theodore, I bet Theodore is an Oingo Boingo fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would love that.
0: I was I was gonna say that I think Simon would be into Doctor Demento. Alvin would be a Weird Al guy. Yes, and yeah. Theodore doesn't listen to music because he's cultureless. And I don't know. I just think they they would all be into parody acts.
3: I wouldn't say he's cultureless. Every place he went to, he knew the regional food they eat. He- <laughs> Okay, Being obese yeah. no, is not culture.
1: No, all right, Theodore would like Weird out because of all the so- the songs about food. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, that adds up. Yeah. yeah, food songs. I think Alvin would be into uh, just whatever's on MTV. He he would. He's a chameleon. He's a chameleon. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's Aerosmith and Run DMC. Yeah, he he knows. He yeah, he can he can hit all the hits. I can
0: so easily hear Alvin saying
1: Aerosmith. Like I just don't yep. know why. <laughs> <laughs> and and Simon would be into old jazz shit.
2: Simon would not like
1: Aerosmith. No.
2: (laughs) I can see Simon being a Talking Heads fan.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, He does wear glasses. He wears glasses. He does wear glasses.
2: Um, Martin asks,
0: to settle a debate, what's best, pirates or superheroes? I'm
2: so done with both. But but you asked asked a simple question. I'll give you a simple answer. Um, I didn't have any pirates shoved in my face today by social media, so yeah, I'm going to pick the lesser of two evils and go I mean, yeah, fine, Pirates. I uh, Last night when
0: I was going to bed, I threw on some SpongeBob SquarePants. I, I barely watched SpongeBob SquarePants when it was fashionable and, like, like you know, when I was of age <laughs> to watch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, every single time I've seen any of the Pirates stuff in any SpongeBob media, like Patchy and all the other guys in the movies and the TV show, they are so damn entertaining. So damn entertaining. So right now I say Pirates.
1: Yeah, Pirates. Pirates.
3: Pirates were real, and they were real assholes. <laughs> uh But if we're talking about them against superheroes, then they're fictional pirates. So yeah, pirates because
2: fictional pirates are fun. You know, I think like Jerry Bruckheimer did all the pirates, Disney movies, right? Did he do all of them? Yeah. uh, That franchise can still survive without Johnny Depp. They could make fun things in that universe. Uh, they I, I would actually be more inclined to see like a goofy Disney World ride than like more ant men uh, Yeah. Have
1: uh, any of you watched our flag means death? Oh yeah, yeah there yeah, you go. Yeah, there that you go. Show. There's That's some nice,
2: great. nice gay
0: pirates. There's some there's some <laughs> really yeah. uh, there's some good like pirate ship antics in the, the Little Mermaid remake. Like some good action scenes on big oh, yeah. like like no, they're not pirate ships.
3: Hey, Who <laughs> asked this question again? This is pretty good. <laughs> uh Martin. I mean, like, smart. look at pirates are going around and ga- like, galleons are cool. Like the shape of like old giant sail ships is awesome compared to like, oh, look at the Iron Man made another jet.
1: Awesome. How often do superheroes bury treasure? Never. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ian T. McFarland asks, can we all agree that the chipmunks were actually smuggling drugs? Right. OK, good. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. That was definitely a rewrite. Like, it can't be drugs. <laughs> can't be drugs. Those weren't diamonds. They were. The animation on their mouths don't quite match (laughs) Next question uh, from Hippie Pants. Hippie Pants. Hippie Pants asks, if the chipmunks didn't sing and were just regular sentient chipmunks, (laughs) (laughs) what do you think they would grow up to do? Would they get stuffy office jobs? Would they seek fame in some other form? Does Dave support their aspirations in life or will he push them into pursuing business or something? I think Alvin would be a uh, clout chasing, just desperate. Have you heard about TikTok. Have you heard about Vines? He'd be that guy. He'd be that guy. He'd be that first early adopter to everything and then not get anywhere with that early adoption. That's Alvin for me. Okay, yeah. What's Simon doing?
1: Simon goes to college. uh... Good movie.
2: (laughs) You know, it's not this person's fault for asking a a pretty good open-ended question, but my mind just keeps going back to that weird meta self-aware Chippendale Rescue Rangers where they're actors in universe... We're like, oh, isn't that t- uh, super forgettable? And we all know what I'm talking Did about. Did Alvin right? and the
0: Chipmunks show up in that movie? No.
2: Oh, I think those chipmunk paths can't cross. I think yeah. there's too many, there's it's a little a, too litigious when you get into yeah. that. Territory. It's a time
0: cop situation. They yep. can't be in the same movie. <laughs> Theodore, what's Theodore doing? Theodore, I mean, Theodore has to do better than Alvin. Alvin has to do the worst, right? Alvin, it's like the one universe where Alvin does well. See, in, in my <laughs>
3: mind, with this question, it's the whole conceit of the Chipmunks is that. Dave brings them in because they can sing. Not because they can talk, because they can sing.
0: Yeah, now Dave doesn't have to work. That's how yeah, so he thinks. Right, exactly. So how he thinks. So, so if now
3: they can't sing and they can still think and talk, I don't think Dave would bring them in. I think they would just be... Freak show. Freak shows. <laughs> Not like they'd be freak shows, or they'd be like out in the woods <laughs> hanging out with like other sentient animals who don't get, to get adopted. Ryan said what we were all thinking.
1: <laughs> Is a there freak. another group that... They, like the... Like those Canadian raccoons or whatever from the eighties. Yep, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking They'd about. They would hang out with them probably. They'd be their neighbors or something.
2: You know, I almost did a question, but um but I didn't because you all heard all my questions. Of I, I was but it would require a little too much research and there's actually kind of a bit of nuance to it of which fictional group has made more money, the chipmunks or gorillas, which fictional animated group? Because <laughs> yeah. Um, now
0: that is a crossover movie. Yeah. No one would like. <laughs> <No, sure. laughs> uh Next question. Um, Nor-
1: I'm just imagining like dude, You'd be like, oh man, you're little. <laughs> 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 hey Alvin, you're not too bad. Or whatever the fuck he sounds like. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah.
2: I think you think of Murdoch. He's, Murdoch, a, he's, he's the yeah. most character.
1: I'm like taking a shine to them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's the one that wears the shirt that says A on it? uh <laughs> non roll asks what is your most ominous piece of advice uh i'll start um i used to date this girl pj who is a uh, like a horseback uh riding instructor and she just kind of casually once said over drinks never ever buy a used horse <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's great <laughs> that, that made me laugh alvin you should never buy a used horse <laughs> I don't like the way the emphasis was unused.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Ominous advice.
1: Uh, don't do it. When the time comes, you'll know what I mean.
2: Alvin! My answer is going to be lifted, but I I would love to cite my sources, but I can't remember where I first saw it. But it was from, yeah, from a meme of a person who, uh, they went to a, they totally said gypsy, because they said gypsy, Roma, a fortune teller, and they bought a real crystal ball, like a, an expensive, heavy crystal ball. And the fortune teller t- warned her, and remember, whatever you do, always cover it with the shroud when you're done. They go, oh, because like the spirits can see me and hear me? They go, no, because at certain times of day, it's a giant fucking magnifying glass and it will burn your house down. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, nope, purely fi- like mysticism aside, it's just physics, baby. It will burn. A real crystal ball is just a very, very thick lens it'll burn your goddamn house down be careful
0: <laughs> last question i'm gonna do one that's a bit uh <clears throat> vain darius aka turquoise pineapple asks if you guys had to remake one of your older videos which one would you choose if it had to have the same actors and recorded in the same location
1: i feel like we've gotten this question before
0: yeah but i like the i like it's the a good modifier. question like sure the, sure yeah like it has to be the same people and you got to get the gang back together Ryan's Christmas Wish could be fun.
2: Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be, yeah. it's going to stump me to think of a better one than that.
1: Some of the stuff with our coworkers in it from some of the Studios. I would like
2: Ryan's Christmas Wish because you
0: remember how I played Grandpa at the end and it turns out it's me, but I'm an old man mm-hmm. now? Bingo. I would, <laughs> I would play modern day as I look now with a shaved head bald. And then when it cuts to me as an old man, I'd, I'd, I'd have like a wig on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Crew back. crew <laughs> back. <laughs> Gray to establish time has gone on. You have glasses <laughs> now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the of time is measured by <sighs> Kevin's hair. That, that's really funny. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ryan's Chris Do we get to bring our dead dogs back to life? I'd like that.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> this is a monkey spa situation. Because if you yeah. say yes to that one, you're like, oh, wait a minute. The dogs have to come back. Pet cemetery. Sometimes dead is better, man.
1: Um, i don't know man yeah that's a good answer i we're like still on good terms with everybody in that oh, yeah.
0: one yeah <laughs> <laughs> and honestly working with ashley rules uh she, she's fucking amazing in that one if you haven't seen that one it's an old christmas movie we made
1: yeah oh uh, plus um dylan and anthony as the kids yeah Or adults now. 30, yeah which, that yeah. would be funny they got tattoos
2: uh, and stuff now <laughs> remember what the, the the day we had ashley with us as a misery miser miser meister Meister. Meister. Uh the power went out at the Kingston Mall. Yeah. Ooh, that was oh, wild. we brought we've
0: definitely brought this up before.
2: I think it was on the behind
0: the scenes like post-mortem podcast we did for that like years ago. Um last question. okay, I'll do this one. Okay. Uh Rex Dart, great name. <laughs> asks, if you were to write and produce an Airbud type movie, <laughs> whether sports themed or not, what interesting direction would you take it? <laughs> <sighs> Well, I guess the cat who could vote. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'd love to do another Dunstan movie because the title of Dunstan Checks In kind of implies it's part of a Dunstan series. Dunstan goes to camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Christmas Ape and Christmas Ape goes to college. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dunstan checks out. I don't know. Dunstan, Dunstan checks out.
3: Keeping with like uh, monkeys, does anyone remember the, uh, the movie Ed? With um yeah. LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. With Matt LeBlanc, probably yeah. something in that universe. Like I feel like they were trying for something. they were like, oh, the monkey can play baseball. Like let's have the monkey.
2: I don't know. Ring up groceries. I'm not gonna lie. My first, <laughs> I went, I went to <laughs> for 90 minutes. <laughs> my first thought was this cop ape, and I'm glad we're all in, like the same ape type. I know. I was
1: thinking cop in the military. Cop goes to you cop know. goes to. <laughs> the no, <earth>. not cop. <laughs> A cop in the army. (laughs) Man, could you imagine (laughs) I met a monkey in the military. (laughs) What's the difference? But I'm just
2: a cop. I don't know how to be
1: in the army. (laughs) All right, the monkey becomes a cop and then joins the military. (laughs) So it was like when... Monkey Cop's the first movie, right? Monkey Cop, then Monkey Cop cop goes...
3: (laughs) 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 Monkey Monkey Cop joins the army. Yeah, Yeah. takes
1: down Saddam. (laughs) 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 Monkey Cop (laughs) takes takes on Saddam. (laughs) Yeah, it's released, it's
0: released really late in the game, and so they Saddam- know it's safe. It's like 1998 when they yeah. put it out. Yeah, and
1: Saddam also has his own
0: monkey spirit gummed, like evil eyebrows. Yeah. So he always looks bad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He throws grenades and stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just picture like a, an orangutan in like this Momar Gaddafi outfit with like too many medals. <laughs>
0: Should we end this episode on just. Siskel and Ebert ranting about how much they hate this movie. I think that yeah, would, I, I, think I would be happy with that. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Do
5: you want and to then just, and edit then just it an in later? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> the Chipmunk Adventure, and yes, it stars Alvin and Theodore and Simon from the 1960s hit record, along with three new female stars named the Chipettes. Now, I got a little confused though because the Chipmunks are actually chipmunks, and the Chipettes are little girls. Apparently, the Chipmunks live in a universe though, anyway, where extensive. Gene splicing has taken place since their father in the movie is a human being who leaves on a trip after which some evil villains trick the chipmunks and the chippets into making an around-the-world balloon trip to deliver some stolen diamonds. The movie finds time for several chipmunk musical numbers in which the little beasts sing in their irritating little squeaky high-pitched chipmunk voices. The animation in this movie is better than the Saturday morning TV assembly line cartoons, but not by much, and the story is dumb and predictable from beginning to end. Why couldn't the chipmunks have had a real fantastical adventure, a magical world, maybe, instead of getting involved in a stolen jewelry caver that seems recycled at a TV crime show? That's a problem, and so are those chirpy, chirpy little voices. I couldn't stand them the first time I heard them 20 years ago. I still can't stand them. They haven't gotten any better. And in this movie, they really got, you know, it's, it's kind of fingernails on the blackboard time, every time in they're words, you, In other words, you want surgery on the script and on their vocal cord. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, they're aggravating. I mean, who wants to be in their presence? I mean, they are they are absolutely <laughs> aggravating. I don't know that kids will think it's cute. Um, the whole thing of the girls suddenly launching into becoming a rock and roll band yeah. is right out of Saturday morning yes, TV. Yes. And so I think that even your gratuitous little uh, remark a gratuitous compliment, tiny compliment, that is better than <laughs> Saturday morning TV. Be very careful about that, because some studio might want to use it in the ad.